Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Happy? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Wow. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs, the funniest night show in America, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. But how would you know it? Um, That's my uh, my partner right there. That is Chunks, the executive producer of the Hideout. That is Tommy Bateman. He directs the Hideout. Man's the talk and roll controls. Responsible for the content on the website, realradio.fm. Uh, if you want to be somebody, you can uh, instant message us, Real Radio Hideout. It is Real Radio Hideout in the AOL Instant Messenger. Or you can call 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That is Putin, the unpaid producer. He's the one who screens your phone calls. And Deuce Childerone is also here. Uh, last night I had some interviews with him. Danielle Marshall and Dwight Howard of the Orlando Magic. This is good stuff. Good job. Uh, coming up tonight, J-Dubs, I got this Barbara Walters is a maniac. And the people that she talks to are even crazier. And I have some of the clips of her talking to, I don't know who to hate more, okay? Because here's, here's who I have. She did that most interesting people in 2005 or something? Right. Uh, she talks to Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. We already know he's crazy, essentially. Dakota Fanning. I hate her because of this one minute and seven second clip that I have. Well, what are you going to talk to her about? And I mean, I, she's experienced nothing. I want her to fail. Kanye West, I guess he's talented uh, musically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Uh, he's really, I don't know. There's something about him. And him and Barbara Walters together. He's got kind of a, like some kind of attitude that really kind of. Put, sets you off a little bit. Well, he actually addresses that, and I have a clip of him saying that, talking about that. Then I also have some stuff of uh, Jamie Foxx fawning all over Oprah and saying that that's his ideal chick to bang. Really? Oprah. He's always on their, on her show, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, there's a whole, sucking up. There's a whole thing. He knows what he's doing. And um, I'd love for Chunks to book us Quanell X. Because he's on Hannity and Combs all the time, and he's great. Yeah, I guess he's uh, with the New Black Panther movement, mm-hmm. Nation of Islam. We played some of his stuff before on here. I got some new stuff, too. And more and more, he's making me want to convert. I watched uh, I, uh, Hannity and Combs uh, either last night or two nights ago. I can't sit through it. That Combs pisses me off on a daily basis. And then uh, finally, too... I guess we're talking to someone from, is it Playboy, Penthouse? What is that? It's uh, Playboy. Playboy? Yeah, she's uh, in a casting call, I think, that's going on in Tampa, and she's going to tell us uh, all about that. You better check that. I think it's Penthouse, Chunks. Let me see here. No, it's Playboy. Okay. Playboy casting call. Yeah, our buddy, uh, Billy the Phone Freak, uh, hooked this one up. So we'll be talking to, uh, this couldn't be a harder name to say, 
Rebecca Baumgartner, I guess it is. It looks a little funky. And uh, I get pictures of her, but none of them nudes. So we'll, well talk to her. Good. Yeah, we'll talk to her during the 8 o'clock hour. There's a lot of other things, too, that we haven't gotten to. Uh, but first, I want to... Uh, vent? I do want to vent. I do and I don't. Let me say something. Right now, more than anything else, the person I identify with is Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens spoke the truth. And because he spoke the truth, he's now being punished. Technically, he's still getting paid. But he's getting frozen out of what he loves to do most, which is be a football player Mm -hmm. and compete on the field one Sunday. You know, one Sunday a week, one day a week. Dubs, I don't know what to do. We had a meeting today with Dan Stone, our assistant program director. I love him. He's a great guy. Him, Catherine, they are great people. And I was feeling really good about stuff uh, until that meeting. Now, here's the thing. It was a great it was a great meeting. In the fact that, you know, we're throwing ideas out, talking about the show. Yes, we were throwing ideas out, but for some reason, the only thing Chunks could muster up is Bon Jovi. Yeah, he keeps dropping jokes. Well, not even jokes, just yelling Bon Jovi for some reason. He's there to run a bit, I guess, during an an important meeting that Dan's paying for. And then Dan asked me about, like, how things are going. And... I did a shoot. For those of you mm-hmm. fami- not familiar with wrestling, I laid it all out there. And I'm wondering whether or not to do the same thing on the air or not. I know it's real radio, but I look at Terrell Owens and I think, do I get it off my chest? Because it's, it's burning me. To the point of after that meeting, I'm, I'm, I'm livid. So you, th- that's what you're upset about today is... Uh... Nothing that happened after the meeting, just the meeting itself and what you were uh, thinking about in your head during the meeting, what you were laying out during the meeting, kind of, you were living in like almost a uh, utopia, oblivious type thing until you thought about it. You know what it was? It was, uh, I'll relate it to the Bush administration. You sit there and you're like, eh, you know, whatever, I got my life, I got my big screen TV. But when someone runs down the list for you of everything that this administration has done, you get angry. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there during the meeting, and we're talking about this, that, and the other, and it all starts coming up, and it's then it's like one thing after another, and before you know it, I'm rapid firing things to the point of I can't stop, and I even maybe got a little loud at one point, not at Dan, but just at the situation, at the situation in general. You were. Uh... And now and then emotional oh, about what you were talking about. It, yes, it's our lives. Mm-hmm. It's our career. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You were you got into it, you uh and you laid it all out there. You didn't hold any punches back. And so I'm and after it's all out there after an hour. I went into the meeting positive because I was looking forward to it. I love sitting down with Dan throwing around ideas, mm-hmm. coming up with this that and the other. I leave the meeting livid. And I haven't stopped being angry yet. And I'm wondering, do I sit here on the air? Because I've been really, really nice. Really, really kind to the point where it's almost not even me. And and I want to say things, 
But damn it, dude, I don't know if it's smart or not. I, you look at Terrell and the, yeah. the honesty. Honesty isn't the best policy. Yeah, not not anymore. It doesn't seem like honesty ever makes or takes you any further than uh, just sitting there being a yes man and uh, being a company guy. You know. Uh, now after the meeting, after you got all that stuff out there, was there anything else that popped in your head? Oh damn it, this too. Or was it? Did you basically get everything out of the meeting? You're just doing over that. I no, I think I got everything out. Okay. Did you come up with something else? No, I, I mean that, that happens to me a lot of times, where like something sprung on me at a meeting, and I get a few things out, but I'm like, oh damn it, I didn't bring up this, I didn't bring up that. No, and that, that's when I get mad. I think that was the point is that I let it all go in that meeting, mm-hmm. and I think because I did, and I honestly don't because I, you know, part of it, what it, what part of what it was too is that. It's been building up so much mm-hmm. that when I finally did say one thing, it just you know it just twenty all, came out. Open your mouth and it all just started rolling. Oh yeah, Tommy uh, chunks. I mean, without giving away what I said, and should I say it? Did you get that feeling too? Did you get the feeling of uh, wow? That I, that I really put it out there, or is it the, is it stuff that you, we as a show talk about all the time? It yeah. was just hey, we're, we're verbalizing it to somebody else here at the station, other than SBK. It was just normal conversation to me. Yeah, it seemed commonplace to me. Just another uh, person there that normally isn't there during the conversation. You're just higher up on the food chain, so I'm like, hmm, well, good thing you brought that up. I was thinking. Did I leave that. anything out? No, oh, you you nailed everything. I was a little surprised. I mean, we'd all talked about it. I was a little surprised that you I went off to the extent that you did. Maybe some of the colorful language uh, that you used as well. well. I was a little surprised that. There's been a few times where I've been surprised in the stuff you said, but you're usually drunk, and uh, that's <laughs> why you've let it out. See, for, and here's here's why I love Dan because I know I can talk to Dan, and I know it's in confidence. Mm-hmm. You and, know what I mean? And it's. Uh, it's not like you're throwing it to a brick wall. He's going to do whatever he can to. And that's part of the reason why I'm thinking, you know what? I said all this stuff, and I got it out to Dan, and I think Dan, I know Dan mm-hmm. Stone, our APD, will talk to Catherine, and the two of them will help begin to alleviate some of these things. When you uh, brought Terrell Owens up right at the beginning of this and uh, started talking about how it, it's not smart to say stuff uh, that's the truth, I thought for sure... Dan might have talked to Catherine about some of the things you said, and you might have caught some negative reaction from it. I thought that's what you got pissed off about. No, no, that wasn't it. Okay. All right, now our SBK who is typing to me on my private instant messenger. Great, throw me in there. <laughs> he says, now you got to spit it out. I'm very tempted, but I don't see that it would do any good. It would literally be calling people and departments out, and it's probably just not even smart. It's probably, in all honesty, I think I, uh, I think I just leave it here, and we go on and we do a regular show. I tell you what, it would probably feel really good to you to get it out tonight and you know do all that stuff, but it wouldn't like uh, motivate anybody in a positive way. No, I don't believe. And but I, the problem is, it doesn't motivate. Any, you can't motivate others. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I want to shoot so bad. I just want to let it go. I don't think it's smart, though. I don't think it's worth it. 
It's the Christmas season. You can let one. You can open one uh, one gift on uh, Christmas Eve. You're an ass. You can do one. You are. Grab the biggest one, the one you like the best. Let it fly. Because I know when he opens one, it he'll gets, open yeah, all of them. That's what you're doing. You're literally you're handing me what is it? The castor oil? Yep. Here, drink this. <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm going to just sit back and then listen laugh to, while our career goes listen down. To, listen to SBK. But just talking around it, you've already started. Don't piss people off without saying what you really want to say. <laughs> hey, you were the king of that. I remember hearing a show that you did, Soul Brother, about two months ago, where you were on the verge of shooting and you didn't. And, I, however, I did really had wish that you had. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't, we do. We have such a... A great job, and we love to sit in here and have fun and make jokes, and we're definitely going to get to it. And we love 99.9% of the people we work with, like, you know, around the station. Oh, please, and, uh, don't even go that high. <laughs> Why would you even say that? All right, and listen to him. F them crackers. All right. <laughs> That's not going to help me, SBK. All right, you know what? Just even saying that helped. Good. Getting it out there. I'm glad. Because I do, I want uh, 407-916-1041, Do you want to shoot? Do you want to hear it all? You want to lay it out there? I, I just don't know why you're being a puss. Listen to you. In all honesty, <laughs> as the as the co-partner in this show, mm-hmm. is it worth saying what we have to say? Probably not, but I'm with you. Whatever you want to do, you know me. You start it, I'll keep going with you. It's like Rocky when you didn't want to train to fight uh, Apollo. If you want to throw it all away, I'll sit with you. If we're going in on this together, do we all have each other's backs or all of a sudden? Because here's the thing, too. Here's the way I see selling us up oh, the I'm river. I'm already on all access. <laughs> Screw you. Here's the way I see selling us up the river. Douche chill and Putin. What? I know automatically. Yeah, douche chill especially. He's nice. got no. He's got no ties whatsoever to anyone. He's a little snake. Yeah, in fact, we were talking to him about I was talking to SBK about him and who he belongs to. And SBK Live refuses to acknowledge him. And I said, well, he's not ours. <laughs> it's like him and his sexuality. He can't pick a side. That's why he's left out. Just walking on that radio fence. That's where I like to be. Eric in Winter Park, you're in the hideout in rural area. What's up, Eric? Why are you being such a tease? If you're going to tell us this much information, you might as well just spill, spill your guts on it. Well, yeah, here, spill the beans. Here's the reason why, dude. Two words. Terrell Owens. That's why. I looked at Terrell Owens, and I said, wow, this guy, you know what? I commend him beyond anything for having having the cojones to say what he wants. But guess what? He's not working right now. That's why. That's why when that whole Terrell Owens thing came up, I was like, this is big. This is big news right here. He's getting next out for... For talking. You know what I mean? And he's an athlete. And then mm-hmm. Arlen Specter comes running to his side, and now when everybody gave Specter crap about it, Senator, now he's backing off of Terrell. Like all of a sudden he's uh poo. Don't be racist. No, come on, that's not what I meant. I just don't want to be a part of that. If this is the show you want to do from now on, and this is how you're gonna deal with everything, I'm back on all access. Please, all access. <laughs> Three phone calls. That's all it takes. 
So anyway, there it is. I'm not going to say it. Do you want one little nugget? You do. You want one, don't you? I just love getting you going. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, brother. I tell you, we got a break. All right. I know that for a fact. We'll talk it over whether or not I should give one nugget when we get back. And here's, I wonder what's the one nugget. Because here's the thing about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I could say one thing, and it would fall on deaf ears. It would fall on ears that don't exist. So that's the nugget that I'm leaning toward. The other one's the one that I really want to say, but that's the one I think I'll catch the most crap about. I'm tired of being a nice guy. I'm sick of it. I, mm, all right, we got a break. We got a break. We take a break. We come back. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Alright, this isn't. I don't like it. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I'm in the middle of a breakdown. <laughs> I go through these occasionally. Yes, you do. When was the last time I had. Well, the last time I had one of these was with uh, that bitch from Celebrity Justice. Well, you have more of them off air. We, and I think that might be the problem. Actually, uh, the interns get me going. It's usually with Putin or when Donkey Lips was here for that <laughs> awful week. <laughs> All right, right now here's where here's where we are. That was our hell week, like we're a fraternity. We're getting you caught up. We had a meeting today with uh, one of our managers. Great guy, Dan Stone. Love him to death. Love Catherine too. I, yeah. I love the management. And we just we laid a whole bunch of stuff out, specifically about the hideout. And it really, after going through like the laundry list of stuff. I've been pissed all day since 1 o'clock to the point of I didn't even talk to you guys in the mm-hmm. office. And you were like, hey, do you want, what do you want to start with? Mm-hmm. Huh? And now I'm really debating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't and know. Now this is you. And I really am tired of being a nice guy, and I want to shoot, and I just don't know if I should. Kathy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hi. What's up, Kathy? Well, my only piece of advice is if the name Drew Garabo means anything to you. Actually, no, no. but go ahead. <laughs> really doesn't. I, I, in fact, that's another thing I've been way too nice about. So him being there before you, but if is this it's from history... Is this crazy? And not so. to repeat what's happened in the past. Don't commit suicide. And it wouldn't. It wouldn't be something it. like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's nothing like that. And here's the thing: I don't even know what he did. Yeah. I don't think anything that we would say would. Uh, it, it's not about if we throw it out there, we're gonna get fired. I don't think. No. I think if we throw it out there, it'll just make stuff, you know, uncomfortable. Uh, and it won't really make it any easier for us to get what we want. This is what it, it's a big white elephant in the room, and do you acknowledge it or not? Chunks is sitting right there. Huh? If I had said hairy, mm. greasy elephant, then that would have been Chunks. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi. 
Alex PCS, Melbourne. Actually taking the time to call in instead of uh, text messaging. What do you got, Alex PCS? What's going on, man? Dude, you be somebody, dog. Be somebody. <laughs> be somebody. Uh -oh. See, that's uh-oh. Now, <laughs> now it's coming back. Yeah, dude. He's going to bite you on the ass. What, whatever it is, dude, ain't nobody, can't nobody do nothing to you, man. There's like five million heretics. Just, <laughs> just, just if only. If we're only that easy, Alex PCS. All right, that's what everybody's chanting now. Be somebody. Be somebody. Oh, boy. We can water it down. I'm, I'm going to take these phone calls real fast because the people call up. And, uh, yeah, I just, I feel, I, I don't know why it is that I feel like I've been biting my tongue for a long time. Like, really being Mr. Nice Guy on so many levels. Because you know what it is? I really am, I think for the most part, I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a nice dude. All of us are. You hang out with us. The heretics will attest the fact that we genuinely were, were good people for the moment. Well, we're not good people. We're good. We're, <laughs> we're okay we're pleasant. friends. We're pleasant to be around. You know what I mean? We're not egomaniacs. I don't mm -mm. think by any stretch of the imagination. And then I wonder if going on the air and bitching about this stuff is, oh, listen, to crying, egomaniac, blah, blah, blah. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Dave? Yeah, you compared yourself to T.O., and you're afraid of that. You're forgetting two really, really important things that He's that skinny. guy did. Mm -hmm. He got in a fist fight with his coworkers mm -hmm. in the locker room. I don't know if you forgot about that little aspect. And second of all, he stopped showing up to work about an injury that wasn't really legit, which started the whole fist Well, fight. let me tell you about Hepe for a second here. He's almost gotten into a fist fight now with a coworker, a coworker's father. Wow, I forgot about that. That wasn't here, though. No. Thank you, Dave. Although, I will say that I did almost get into a fist fight or a pushing match at one point here. Remember? Remember oh, when, some, yeah, remember when yeah, somebody yeah, came at me? Yeah, yeah. Remember when that happened? Mm -hmm. And then that same person went at somebody else? Ah, boy. Nightmare Dave, hideout heretic. What's up? Nightmare Dave. Uh, hey guys, sorry. <laughs> I had the speakerphone on because I was uh, I'm at work right now. But mm -hmm. yeah, a truck driver just asked me if I was listening to the show that came in, and he said that uh, he said his advice would be to tread lightly because the whole Drew Garabo thing. Mm -hmm. But I say, when it comes to the hideout, that's what the hideout's about. You should let it all go, buddy. Now here's the Just thing: let it, it, out. it used to, that's what the hideout was about, but it hasn't been so far. That's what I think is kind of funny, too, about, like, the whole Garabo hating us thing, which I still don't even understand because mm -hmm. we had nothing to do with it, is that, in all honesty, I can kind of, under I like, I would be able to identify with him. I, I, like, I don't, I don't hate that dude. No. But for some reason, there's ill will in his part. And it was his, his ill will that has ended up leading the feelings. This isn't even about him, though. No, it's not. But I'm just saying, I don't know whether or not to... I should ask SBK, what do I do? <sighs> but then I wanted to go there. I wanted him to do something, and he didn't do it, so... Yeah. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing tonight? Hey, brother. Hey, um, everybody keeps bringing up Drew and everything else... And what nobody's mentioning is Drew is a no-talent hack. All right, Come see, on. we're not going to do that. We aren't all about that. We aren't about bashing people on the air. I just said that we're not going to do that. It's not about him. 
That's not our thing. And please stop bringing it up. Constant chance. Be somebody. Be somebody. <laughs> Jason in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Jesus Christ, Mysterio. Either talk about it or don't. It's getting annoying. What are you talking? Dude, you called ten minutes in, you ass, and we haven't heard from you in forever. Where would... Why miss that lisp, you jerk? Hmm? Talk about it already. Here's the biggest thing. <laughs> Soul Brother Larry, you're in the hideout on Roar Radio. Yes, this is SBL. <laughs> How are you, SBL? I'm in the hideout, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's all good. It's safe, right? Fake names, SBL. Yeah, Soul Brother Larry. SBL.com. SBLlive.com. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. SBL TV. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, SBL. That's coming, too. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, look. Here's the deal. Usher said it best. You got to let it burn. What about you? What about you when you were ready to let it burn, SBL? As I mean, yeah, I mean, if you heard SBL when he was ready to let it burn. No, 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 no. I'm SBL. You're talking about SBK. That's another soul brother altogether. Right, I forget. You all look the same. Right. What? <laughs> when SBK, well, I heard the show, whatever. Mm -hmm. when, when he was about to let it go, um, well, he decided that he didn't really have nothing to let go. <laughs> And he was happy for yes, well, his little show on Saturday night. <laughs> and, he and he was happy with his little paycheck. <laughs> so, and, uh, I mean, I'm I'm so brother Larry. I mean, I do things different. SBK would ride out. What would SBL do? Mm, SBL would just say, "Man, you know, maybe you just want to chill. It's the holiday season." <laughs> You got a lot of Jews listening. Hanukkah about what? You know, what is that? What huh? is, I don't even know what that even means, so brother Larry. It don't mean nothing, man. All I'm saying is, you know, Hanukkah about to start, you know, and you know, I'm not gonna even talk about the Jews. Financial All right, trade. stop already. Huh? Thank, thank you, so brother Larry. I appreciate the phone call. All right, later. SBLLive.com. All right. Do I dubs when we get back? Do I say? I, I think I have to now. It's all up to you, man. I'm with you. All right, I'm going to give an analogy when we get back. Okay. We'll take a break. We come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, I'm just I'm going to uh, I'm going to say this much. Okay. About what's going on because if you the first half hour of the show has been spent talking about how we had a meeting. Mhm. Mm and um I uh it's just about stuff going on here at the station with the hideout, and it's it's had me livid. And um, beyond anything else, I want to say this, and we'll leave it here. And you can read into it uh, what you want to. Doesn't make it true. Read into it, but um, 
I think there's a severe lack of respect. I think that is the biggest issue that I have, is that there is a severe lack of respect. And I know you got to earn respect. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I think we have. I think we come in here being very humble, being very uh, willing to do. I don't think we've said no to anything. And, and not even getting specific. We haven't said no to anything. Not one thing. Everything we've been gung-ho about. And I think there is a severe lack of respect, in some cases even disrespect, toward this show and us. That is um, distasteful and unwarranted. And it's that lack of respect overall that I feel is holding us back and holding us back from doing stuff for you. There's a lot of stuff that we want to get done for the heretics and for the listeners that isn't getting done. Countless things. So I'm going to leave it at that. Now, it's not, trust me, it's not about one specific person or thing. There's a lot of stuff going on, but I will say it all boils down to a lack of respect. And I know we're new, and I understand that. I completely understand that. And I think, you know, again, over time, you earn the respect. But we've been more than gracious, incredibly gracious. And I just, I would think at some point, you know, at some point, respect has to be given on many levels. Yeah, we rarely uh, cop an attitude. Or we anything. don't. I mean, we just, we just seriously, it, it just. I mean, even with people that it doesn't matter if we disrespect them or not, we just don't do it. You know, we don't disrespect people. And that's the and, one thing that we always. And we ask don't even back. do it on the air. That's what I'm saying. And so there it is. And I think that is actually at the root of all the issues, to be perfectly honest with you. It's just the lack of respect. And we're, we're not guys who sit here. We could run down our accomplishments and this, that, and the other over and over again. We don't do that. Not interested in that. By the way, you're listening to The Hideout, the funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Mm-hmm. All right, so there it is. And read into what you want, and you can say this or that, and I'll deny or, uh, you know, whatever. But that's what it is. It's a lack of respect. And it has to be livid because, dude, I'm I'm a respectful guy. I think both of us are. I think we're incredibly respectful. Especially for in this business where we've run into people all over the U.S. who are not respectful and... At our old station, some people that aren't respectful end up climbing the ladder. It seems like, and I think, you know what, and I'll be honest with you, that's why I'm torn. Because if you lay it all out there, you people want to bring up Garabo. If what happened happened and he got fired, he's going to be doing mornings. You know, there are others who are disrespectful in D.C. and in Michigan who get fired and end up doing some. Well... Say they're successful. <laughs> they just get another job. Casey. So there it is. 
And it's just the lack of respect that hurts me. And at some point it's going to have to change. Because I think we've done our part. Take a break. We'll come back and we'll start the show. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs a chance to uh, come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Give a call into the Hideout. Coming up, we're going to talk to... Uh, Rebecca Baumgartner, um, apparently they're doing this Playboy casting call, mm-hmm. and she's going to tell us all about it. And I wonder, too, like, I want to talk to her, like, as far as, like, being a hot chick, and if, um, like, they have, they always have respect issues. Like, they never feel respected, but that's mainly for their mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what they're admired for, you know? So you rarely get respected for if you're admired for something completely different. Right. Oh, you know what we need to do? In chunks, have you taken care of this or not? Um, we gotta we gotta get on top of what we're doing Friday morning with the monsters. Friday mm-hmm. morning with the monsters, we have decided the heretics are gonna be doing Christmas caroling on uh the cable uh Bright House Channel ten as the monsters do the telethon. And we have to decide who's in, who's out. Because I've gotten emails from like 30, 35 people who want to be the hideout heretic Christmas carolers. Oh, the choir. Yeah. And I'm a little worried that there's not that much room, and maybe we need to begin to weed out who is actually in and who isn't. I think when we find out what time and everything, we'll uh, get down to uh, well, that's the a thing. little bit less. We're literally not even, what, 36 hours away mm-hmm. from it? Chunks, have you been on top of this? Well, don't just give me a thumbs up. What's the, what are the details? What time we need to be there for Russ and the boys and the monsters? Uh, I talked to um, Dirty Jim this morning, and they said they're going to let us know all the details about space and what we can have and the exact time where we'll be on tomorrow. They haven't really decided. Uh, okay, did they want us yet. just there to hang out, or were we just going to do, like, come in, do one or two songs, and then go. Uh, I asked them, they said they're, they're going to discuss it tomorrow okay. and let okay. us know. So tomorrow everything will be hammered out and we'll know exactly what's going on. Yes, sir. Okay. How many, should we even decide now we're only taking 10 to 15 heretics for this to do the Christmas caroling? I would say 15 would be too much. Definitely I almost, sufficient, you know. I almost worry like that's going to be too much. It could be. I, I, I could see that getting too. But you know what? If, if it is too much, if we have too many, we're going to do probably more than one song. So we can rotate them yeah, in and out? Yeah, we can rotate them in and out. And we'll, but I think you know having 15 there would be a good thing. And uh, if if we are able to use all 15 all at once, great. If we can't, then we uh, just do uh, the first choir and second choir. All right, here's what we're going to do, Chunks. As soon as we find out who's in, because I know definitely people are making hour-and-a-half drives to come up and do the Christmas caroling. Like I know Miss Melinda's coming all the way in from Melbourne. Another girl told me she wants to bring breakfast up. Ooh. I so, like yeah. So I think we're going to have a pretty good even little cross-section of hair ticks and hair chicks. We need to decide what songs. If we're not going to do a whole bunch of them, then maybe we only pick three at most. I can't see us singing more than three on Friday morning with the mm. Monsters. Do we have practice? Do we do a practice tomorrow on the air? Tomorrow night? Because we're doing Christmas carols, right? Yeah. 
Um, I would like to have whoever could be up uh, here tomorrow night to practice. I know I don't want to have uh, someone drive an hour and a half to get up here tomorrow night and then have to go home and then drive back in the morning. Here's the thing. You don't practice, you don't play. <laughs> it's just like high school. Unless you're a really good player. Did you ever get that special treatment when you were... Uh... No. I always had to practice or I didn't play. No, see, I didn't have to practice. No? There were a couple times I was hurt during the week. Ah, we need them. We got a half FA. By the way, that's the other thing too. Looking for baseball players still for the Orlando Orioles. Derone said he wanted to do it. I'm not interested. Because <laughs> I know what he'd do. He'd run around in his uh, his jockstrap and that's it. I tell you what, you should have him be the the uh, pitcher, and the batter just get really uncomfortable before he had to hit it and just you know pop out. I've actually never even worn a jockstrap. Again, that's uncomfortable. And how are you a grown man and you've never worn a jockstrap before? What do you need to? I've never needed to wear one. I you think never you should... use a cup or anything? When I played baseball, I didn't wear one. That's just dangerous. When I played basketball, you don't need one. I think you do. A lot of basketball players will wear them. I, I wouldn't wear one in basketball, but definitely baseball. Oh, I, yeah. I've never put one on in my life. Did you wear one in football? Oh, yeah. Until high school. And I didn't want to wear one in high school anymore. You didn't have to in high school football. Uh, but in uh, middle school and everything, you had to. Do girls wear cups? I don't think so. What do they put in there? Don't they don't they still need to like protect, protect that area? area? Yeah, you'd think they would make a flat cup, you know, for the girls. That'd just be smart because it it would hurt getting nailed there. Huh? Especially by me. <laughs> uh. You just slap it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Give a good flick. Kevin and Longwood here in the hideout. What's up, Kev? Hey, guys. How's it going? All right, bro. Uh, like Rodney Dangerous, D- Dangerfield said, no respect, I guess. But... Yeah, and he's dead now. And he, yeah. Yeah, So great. Uh, that's what I have to look forward to. Uh, what do you got, Kev? No, I, I, um, you got Christmas carolers that want to come, uh, come in and uh, perform. Why don't you guys like throw out a name of like a hotel and somebody put them up for the night? You know, that's the other thing we need, too. We need directions. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. I don't even know where that is. Do we know where it is? Do you have all that? Maybe we get. Is it on uh, Monsters.fm? Yeah, and I, and I know where it is. It's right. It's actually about I'd say ten to fifteen minutes from the station. Okay. So it's not that far actually from the station. Here's the thing. Do we make the heretics donate to be able to sing? Donate to the mustard seed? I think that'd be nice of them. But we don't count on it. <laughs> well, we don't make it there. mandatory, but we would uh, encourage. Right. Oh, it's gonna be so. Uh... It's gonna, really, it's going to be fair. <laughs> Are you singing with us, douche? Are you going to be there Friday morning? Probably. But it depends Probably. On what, well, here's the thing. Depending on what songs you guys pick, there are certain ones I might not be able to sing. Because oh. you're Jewish? You can still sing the songs. It's for charity. I, hold on a second. That's a, so Jewish people can't sing certain songs? Well, that's a, that's your own choice. It depends on which song. If Do you melt like you were a witch? What happens? Well, I, no, it's not that I have anything against the songs or that they're going to hurt me, but... Depending on which one it is, maybe I don't feel comfortable singing it on Jesus television. Jesus loves me. Yeah, like something like that I'm not going to sing. But you know that Jesus probably did love you. Did Jesus was Jewish. No, he killed All right, what are you yelling back there, Putin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard I heard a little something. A little Mr. Uh... Anti-Semitic. Uh-huh. Adolf. What were you going to say, Tommy? Well, it's not funny now. Oh. I was going to say that's too bad, because we were going to give Daron a solo during that song. Mm. Mm. Why don't you sing it now? What would happen to you now, as a Jewish man, if you're saying, Jesus loves me? I want to do it. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. 
Can you imagine? For starters, I've never even heard the song. You've never heard that song before. What after that is to say, oh yes, he does. Is that the lyrics? I don't no. know. I'll be yes, honest. I don't... Jesus loves me. Is that a Christmas song or no, is that just a church just, song? It's just a little kid's church song. What about Noel Noel? Can you sing that as a Jewish person? I don't know. I'd have to uh, look uh, look over the lyrics. Silent Night? Holy what? Night? Silent Night's about uh, baby Jesus being born. Then I think you can sing that mm-hmm. one. Because you're not against the birth of Jesus. You aren't against a baby, are you? I, I you don't, don't hate <laughs> babies, do you? I didn't say I was against anything. I just said I might not feel comfortable singing certain songs. Or do you just hate babies named Jesus? I don't hate anyone. <laughs> well, I didn't even know as a Jewish person you can't sing certain songs. It's different for everyone. I personally choose to not sing certain songs. So who, Even though I was hateful. in the chorus in high school. So yeah, who, dude, you hate the Christians. So What's wrong who, with you? Who do you sing the songs about then? Allah? Is that your God? No. Muhammad? What do you guys call your God? Just God? Well, there's Hebrew words for it. Give what me one. It? No, some, one of them you're not even supposed to say out loud. Why is it a word then? I don't it, know. It can't be a word. I don't know. If it's not allowed to be said, you're not supposed to say it. We have a dump button. <laughs> yeah, we'll say it and then we'll dump it. Write God, it down no, for I don't me. Say it. And God won't hear it. Write can, it down. Can for you me. write it? I could write it in Hebrew, but you guys can't read Hebrew. Oh, yeah, we can. Watch me. We'll meddle through it. Phonetically, put it in, uh, in right, English. Putin, Putin says he knows it. He probably does. What is it, Putin? I'm just thinking, isn't it Jehovah Yahweh? Is that that's, it? That's two separate names. Is Jehovah Je- was one? Oh, the se- listen, and then silently he goes second one. I don't want to, I'm not going to have you guys. Yahweh? Yeah, Yahweh is the not thing you're not supposed to say. Correct. Why? Why is it Yahweh? Why is that one you can't I don't know say? why you're not supposed to say Yahweh. Is it just a respect thing? I guess. I'm I not, oh, I'm not attacking it. I no, want to learn it. Yeah. But it, it's written out. That's in Hebrew if you, if you Can you write it in Hebrew for me? I want to see what that looks like. I want to see if I can sound it out. Yahweh. No, 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 but it's not written out. It's in a... Just write it he- on the damn paper! <laughs> it's written in Hebrew letters. I know. Just write it it's on the Hebrew with the Hebrew letters, yes! Go! Just write it down real fast. Or when you write it, will it be in invisible ink? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. You can't write it? Nothing. You're not... Are you even practicing... Are you a practicing Jew? For the most part. Oh, yeah. Okay, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I am. I like that one hymn that he put out, uh, Hova's 99 Problems. <laughs> I really want to learn. Here's the thing about Deuce Chill. And, I, I, and here's kind of with, like, like even, like, our Jewish friends in... Um, in D.C., like Cameron or Allen or anybody, like when you begin to ask them about their faith, they get real defensive. Very defensive. And it's like, hey, dude, I want to learn. Who knows? Maybe you could even put it out there for me. Let me see this. Maybe I could be a convert. But, you know, on the other hand, I think I prefer that as opposed to Christianity where they try to push it on you. So maybe I respect it a little bit more. I I got it here. I and he drew a picture of someone stabbing the baby Jesus. Okay. No, I didn't. Let me see what it is. Uh, I'm not going to write out the word, please do not mention. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I'm not going to write out and, and let you guys disrespect it. We're not here to disrespect it. I can see it in your eyes. Sir, you think, I got more stuff to get to. I'm trying to figure out why a Jewish man can't sing our songs with us on uh, 
on uh, Friday I, I morning. I said it depends on which one it is. Because you hate Christians, ass! It's got no. nothing to do with that. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. Shut up, Chunks. Here's the thing. Give I my don't, pin back to I don't think you hate Christians or anything. No. I of, love course penis. I, of course I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, me and Hefe aren't Christian. These songs mean nothing to us. I think maybe that's the point. Like, if he, like, we're not supposed to. So we can't even say the word then? I'm not that uh, knowledgeable on why you don't say it. I just know you're not supposed to. Do you know maybe you're the worst Jew ever? <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> you know, you know, like the rules, but you don't know why. I don't know where it, I don't know where it came about. You refuse to stick up for your religion. I don't have the exact answer. I don't know exactly why you're not supposed to say the Fake word. Fake it like the Christians do. They don't know it either. <laughs> well, this is why Jesus said this. We make everything up. I not even giant Brian will say it. He's Jewish. He won't even say it. It's a really big rule. Wow, I never even heard that one. Yeah, he goes, it's not respectful to talk uh, to, to say it. And that's why when Putin was repeating it intentionally, it was kind of disrespectful. But it wasn't like he was goofing on it. He was saying the word. He was educating. Now, how would you know the word, then, if no one's ever said it to you? How do you know that's how it was said? Because if you read, uh, if you actually read books, like, uh, te- like college textbooks, uh, scholarly work will write it out. Religious work will not pronounce it. When it's when it's written phonetically, when you write when you read it in Hebrew, it is spelled not the way it is said. I don't know if any, I'm fascinated by this. When you see it written in the Hebrew, you actually substitute a different word. That is insane. Well, you don't know if it's insane. No, I mean that. that right, you know it is. It's just it's, it's as crazy as anything Islam or Christianity does. I don't know what you want me to say to that. Just agree. Just no, go, just go along and say, you know what, you're right. Us. What? <laughs> did you just did you just do some sort of a apology prayer real fast? That was English. Oh man, I didn't even know there were words you can't even say. That's insane to me. Well, I know there are seven words you can't say on the radio. I didn't realize there were eight. But I turn off my mic and yell all of them. Apparently, there are eight words. Now, what happens, like? Do you die if you say it, or do you not get into... Can you be uh, forgiven for saying it? Like I said, I think it's a respect thing. I I don't... When when you're reading, like, educational stuff, it will be written out. If you're reading something like a historical. You know, there's the historical side of a religion, Mm -hmm. and then there's the religious side. So... In a, so when you come upon that word, you have to look away when you know the word's coming up? You're not supposed to say it aloud, is from what I understand. But you're allowed to read it. Can you mouth it? I don't know. Can Try I it. personally mouth it? See, this is this is my problem, just like with rules, period. I'm trying to come up with any way to get around it. Loophole. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if I could mouth the word. Like because when, when you're told you're not supposed to do something, you want to do it. What if you move your lips while you read? That's a good question. Luckily, I don't. It's involuntary. Apparently, you go to hell for an involuntary action? Gibbs says, uh, apparently, Dushil said it when he was young, and that's why he's been struck with the awkwardness. Oh, no. That's his punishment. All right. All right, people say uh, it's the way Catholics don't say his word in vain. That's what Giant Brian says. So it's like say, it's like taking the Lord's name in vain then, but if you just That's say the, the word. That's the kind of disrespect you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a respect thing mainly. You've got mail. Ah, delete. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I, we, were, we were past all the issues. I was feeling better. 
we're moved on to something uh, very nice and pleasant. I'm just fascinated yeah. by the whole religion thing. I really am. Well, here's an idea. Maybe you should make the heretics sing a Hanukkah song. I would. Yeah. Do you have one? you have one? No, here's the thing. If they're Christian or Muslim, can they not sing it? Only thing I know is dreidel. Well, that's the one everyone seems to know. It's like yeah, a, then that's like a little, the only one. It's like a little kid song. Mm-hmm. Then we sing it. You know what? I'm afraid of what the heretics was doing during it. It's not yeah. even worth it on television. I can see it going amazingly wrong. Bill and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bill? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, just wanted to put a you know kind of a thing you know scheme on things about this Jewish thing. They mm-hmm. can't say certain words and stuff like that. Right. You know, being a Christian, it's kind of difficult for us Christians to say the word. Damn it, and then God before it. Yeah, GD. Would it be the same concept? Is that what you're talking about? Is it a long? Is it a no? Damn that delete. Uh, is it the same thing uh, for you? It's similar, but but I I'm the the GD is uh is more of a derogatory thing. And this is just about not acknowledging. It's, it's a matter of respect. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. From, well, from now on, from what I understand, to respect it, us, never mention our names, especially to, that you work for us or work with us. Just uh, respect us. I, I don't anyway. <laughs> that already happens. I tell you guys uh, work for me. Donna in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yes, I just wanted to clarify um, the whole comment about the name of God in Judaism. Please do. <laughs> Basically, um, in Hebrew, there are certain names of God that are holy. So when you say a prayer, when you're using it in the context of prayer or reading from the Bible, it's okay to use, but... It's considered a lack of respect. It's considered unholy to use that name oh just in everyday speech. So there's an alternate name called Hashem, which means the name. So that you can say that instead of actually saying the holy name of God. Religion drives me nuts. Really? <laughs> I, 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 Seriously, there has to be some kind of uh, slave fetish with it. Where you can't say stuff, you call him your master. Right. It's so weird. I, I know, it is... Uh, it is kind of odd. Uh, hey, Donna, are you Jewish? Do you know a lot about this? I, yes, I lived in Israel. I studied in Israel for quite a while. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was amazing. Unbelievable. Israel seems like a really fun place to go. <laughs> what? It does. It, does. Yeah, it seems like it would be yeah, cool. Yeah. But I also think so, that, that and Vegas are the two hot spots. That's where, well, I'm, thinking. Giggles. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm thinking I want to visit. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the phone call, Donna. Thank you, sir. No problem. You guys have a good night. You All do. Right. All right, and people are saying, here's the problem. You're singing Christmas songs. It's about worshiping Jesus. Trust me, the last thing Christmas is about anymore is Jesus. It's about iPods and flat screen uh, monitors. Oh, iPod. Oh, iPod. All right, let's take a break. We're late. Oh, we got to talk. All right, Putin says it's like saying uh, Vandermort and uh, Harry Potter. Is that how you say it? Voldemort. Dude, you're not and supposed they, to say that. Exactly. See, and they always refer to him as he who must not be named. Then why'd you say it? Exactly. Voldemort. him. Yeah. Don't say that. Dude, this is different, man. This is serious. Oh, so you guys don't like don't that. Don't say huh? that. My, my temple's hurting now. Don't Jeez. say that. Seriously. Seriously. This is evil on us. See, they find that to be disrespectful. Yeah. This is bad stuff. Hold you're on. You're get us all killed. This is Harry Potter humor. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Funny. I, I'm in the know now. <laughs> right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it better by talking to a Playboy chick next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. But they added Friday because there's such a huge response. And coming from, I've lived in Texas. Uh, Texas women are beautiful. And then I went to Michigan. Uh, atrocious, hideous. DC. They're atrocious. smart, but they're not. They're not very pretty there. Atrocious. And in, and in here in Florida, they're just gorgeous. 
So I you, always have I have friends who visit from out of state and they're like, I can't believe how many beautiful girls there are everywhere. Back to this personality thing. <laughs> Do people really buy this? That's just what you tell a girl who isn't hot. Hmm? You know, you yeah. look you look great, but your personality just really isn't coming through the camera. Well, Playboy wants both. They want girls who are beautiful and have good personalities. So gotta, uh, they recognize that girls are diff- are beautiful in different ways. So I gotta say that Rebecca is the more like entertaining Playboy girl that we've talked to. You actually seem like you can hold the conversation because aren't you a law student? Yes, I am. All right. So now here's the thing I wanted to ask you. Just something that was tying into us earlier on in the show. As a hot chick, because I'm getting your photos now. Apparently, uh, my my uh, my staff is finding nudes of you. Um, oh great. <laughs> Um, but do you find it hard to get respect? I do. No, oh. not that. Not, no, no, let me finish my sentence. Mm. Uh, do you find getting respect as a as a lawyer or as an intellectual is tough because you're, uh, you know, so hot? Well, maybe sometimes. I Whoa, guess look at those boobs. Bit, but, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I guess that's I, that, good because then I impress people when I can actually, you know, form a complete sentence. Okay, so. I did. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I really didn't. But I he opened. I opened up the uh, the attachment. Look at her breasts. Whoa! Are you kidding? Are those are those real, Rebecca? (laughs) Real expensive. Okay, you know whatever. Oh, that's a that's a great that's a great job. You should get a third put on. Uh, yeah, because they're that pretty. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right up on your shoulder blade or something. Thanks. Uh, I'll Re- think about that. Rebecca Baumgartner in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Tomorrow in Tampa is the uh, the Playboy. <laughs> I, I love Deuce Chill. He's just trying to get a word in over there. It's not his show. It's our I know. show. Uh, Tampa tomorrow is the Playboy casting call. Okay. Wow. All right. These pictures are great. What pictures are you guys looking at? I uh, here's one. There was one of you in jeans, topless. Mm. Now there's one of you kind of on like a brown couch, where I mean, though they're what size are your boobies, honey? Uh, I don't know, like a 34C, 34D. You know. like no, that. they're bigger than a 34. C. They have to be a 34D. And go, you're to, to, go to the link I just sent you. Right, they're bigger ones. Right, Tommy, Tommy sent me another one. I'm sorry. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about while I'm looking at your boobs? <laughs> no, I'm here to talk with you guys. Okay. There's a full frontal shot on that one, too. <laughs> oh, there's a full frontal? Yeah, up against the car. All right, do you have a website, Rebecca Baumgartner? No, not yet. We're working on that. but. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd like to help you out with that. Um, the next couple months. What about, uh, so where can people go to get the information as far as the casting call in Tampa? Well, I have the phone number for you guys. Yeah, it's, give me that one. It's 1 800 665 0913. Now, you realize you gave it out. a whole bunch of dudes will be calling in their best girl voices. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm trying to set up a plan. Hi, I'm trying to figure out. All right, look at the full frontal. Right, hold on a second. No, I, this go, to is, the, go to the ass shot I just sent you. Hold on, dude. One at a time. This computer's so slow. Oh, my oh. God. That, you're gorgeous. Get the hell out of here. All right, you do the landing strip thing, but you do it with, the, with a little flare at the top. Yeah. There's a little it's fade a there. piece of pie. Right, no, it is. Oh, and it's sweet pie, and I want it to taste so bad. Huh? Uh, oh, sorry. Um, Rebecca Baumgartner in the hideout right here on Real Radio 104.1. So what's your future then, now that I'm looking at these nudes? What are you, what are you going to do next? I don't know. I'm just trying to concentrate on school now. I have about a year left. A year left? And what, what kind of law are you uh, looking at? Well, I don't know if I'm going to practice law, at least not right away. Mm. So I'm going to have fun you can practice enjoy myself for a little bit and then, then buckle down a little later. So, Like how are you, because uh, I know a little bit about law school. Uh, are you, uh, how are you liking your torts classes 
and uh, you know, torts. Do you prefer torts as opposed to some of the other law classes? You used to know torts. I had that, I had that <laughs> oh, my no. first semester two years ago, so I don't even remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, I know me either. I remember when I was in law school. Mm. Uh, I'm actually a lawyer and a doctor, but I just do the radio thing to supplement my income. Wow, um, well, it is. Um, all right, so the phone number for I fill my belly button to suppress my time. <laughs> the uh, the phone number is eight hundred six six five zero nine one three, and it's the mm-hmm. Playboy casting call down in Tampa tomorrow. And then on Friday. So is there going to be a special edition? Is this for overall playboyness? This is for everything. They're looking for playmates, special edition models, uh, mm. cyber club models, everything. All right, let me ask you something because you're a hot chick, and I'm looking at this picture of you now, and uh, it's I'm looking at the one of you uh, where you just pulled down your pants, and you're not wearing any panties, and it's just your jeans. And that, uh-huh. to me, is one of the hottest things, like, ever, when a girl's those not are, wearing... Those are test shots. I can't believe they even used those, but no, yeah, for they're... some reason, they're out there. They're what shots? Test. Oh. They were test shots. I thought so. you said touch. Um, no, that's for me later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't get over this one of with her in the pink Cadillac. Any money ones? So, here's the thing. Are you any good in bed? Because, like, girls, like, that are as hot as you, and I don't even know if you know, but, like, do you enjoy sex? Of course I do. I'm not a robot. <laughs> so you really, you will get into it. and Because I'm looking at your body now and, like, I'm studying it. Like, it's torts. And uh-huh. I'm I'm studying, like, if I were to be with you sexually uh-huh. and just play along, what would you want me to pay most attention to? Oh, or how much? You, no, no, no how, not how much. I'm, I'm willing. <laughs> but, like, because I see you got a, you know, you got great boobs, uh, great ass, nice stomach, great neck and smile and... Thank you. Oh, you know, you You're know. sweet. <laughs> oh, I know. I really am. I'm a teddy bear. Um, <laughs> now I want to put it in. So but I really love your fun bag. <laughs> That's my. So what part would you want those me? Nips. What part would you want me to uh, pay the most attention to? I don't know. That's such a hard question. I think I go deaf, dumb, and blind <laughs> when I'm uh, having sex. So. I think just reading signals is important. All right, so it's kind of like uh, I'll touch you here, and if you're not into that, then maybe move over somewhere else. Now, exactly. Wh- what kind of guys do you usually go with? Um, I really, I don't really have a physical preference, but I just like somebody who's you know attentive, nice. Maybe um, Latino, <laughs> fat, uh, balding. Uh, I, go- I don't mind a few extra pounds, honestly. Going blind, yes. You see how I'm working at <laughs> Dubs? Rebecca Baumgartner, Playboy Casting Con, Tampa. Uh, for info on this, uh, how about a gray-haired uh, 25-year-old with a thick tongue? Yeah, that's well, uh, hot. Uh, mm-hmm. 800, you like that? Eight hundred six six five zero nine one three. Now I don't know, uh, Dubs. I'm just going to tell you this while Rebecca's on. One of the things that I really, really like are um, crystal-covered cell phone uh, face plates. You that, do. That's like that's one of the things that I just love. I don't know. It's just me. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, that's just my own personal thing. Well, do you know anything about that, Rebecca? I do. I actually own a company. It's SparkleCell.com. Get the hell out of here. How yeah, I go to that every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, so it's something that I did my own phone a couple years ago, and then I got a lot of attention, so I built a website, and 
I'm still here. So All right, so, it's so, a lot of fun. You know what's odd is that you and I have shared this passion for the crystal-covered cell phone <laughs> faceplates, <laughs> and and now I have somewhere to go, SparkleCell.com. It's like, I know. Is, um, maybe I should just get your phone number. We could talk about it off the air. <laughs> and realize, All right, sounds good. Uh, realize how much fun it's It's called SickleCell.com? I uh, know, that's something different. That's my other fetish. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, Rebecca Baumgartner, sweetie, I do appreciate you coming into the hideout. 25 years old, going to law school. Uh, she was voted like all kinds of great things in Playboy, and the big thing is uh, tomorrow and Friday, the um, the Playboy casting call in Tampa. And ladies, if you want that info, eight hundred six six five zero nine one three. I want to see Orlando girls. Uh, absolutely. All right, now hold on. I'm getting this best pick ever. So let me take a look at this before we let you go. Um, uh, I'm worried. Uh, now, do you you got a, you got a boyfriend? I mean, you don't have to lie to us. No, I I don't have a boyfriend right now. There's somebody who I'm. Seeing is headed that way, but no, I'm not seriously dating anyone. How did he get it? Like, how does a guy begin to see you, other than having that same uh, phone fetish? Uh, I don't know. He uh, <laughs> he happened to meet me at the right place, right time. So. All right, it's uh, 12:15 at the end of the night at uh, down in Ebor City, and you're just thinking, you know what? Let's. I need someone to take home, and you're it. Yeah, this is the. Go- oh my God, this is. Yeah, a he great- lucked out. <laughs> this is a great pick. All right, this is her, this is you with the pink car, with your boobs, and you're like turned around and you're grabbing your ass. Oh, that's not. You didn't like well, that thank one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no. you, and you know what she's doing that you love, Dubs? The pigtails. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the pigtails. That uh, those photos were from College Girls. Yeah, those girls those are like them. those are like reins, like you're a horse, you know, mm-hmm. and you grab those and it's like. <laughs> all right, well there she is, Rebecca Baumgartner. Thank you for coming in the hideout, sweetie. Thanks, you guys. I will talk to you. I think we hit, I think we hit it off. <laughs> she has to hate these things. Just two dudes sitting in a room looking at her pictures and talking to her on the phone. But whatever. That's why she got into it. Exactly. But, you know, she has to just see how creepy people are when they're actually looking at the pictures. When you're just taking them, you have kind of a, you know, you're kind of don't know what people are really, really thinking when they're looking at them. All right, I'm using the uh, the cursor of the mouse to have sex with her in the photo. It's so hot. And Doves is watching. Mm-hmm. Isn't, it hot? Right. Isn't it hot? Whatever I'm into. It's like a little uh, white um, pocket rocket. Were you just saying something a minute ago about having respect for her because she's a lawyer or something like that? That all goes out the window when you get nudes. <laughs> Big boob bitch. That's what she is. <laughs> And I want to hit it. I want to look at this, man. Are you kidding me? Look at that body. Rebecca Baumgartner, you guys got to find her. I got a Woody. She wasn't that annoying. I didn't think she was annoying at all. Tommy says, imagine if she gets married, her husband has to hear that forever. No, no, no. I meant like about her naked pictures. Oh, that's so what? I don't mind. In hey, fact, dude, I saw your wife's ass. I'd love to be able to be with a chick who is. You know, out there putting her photos out there. She's that hot. Ready to Hell do no. that. No, you don't, because then as soon as you leave, like, hey, he married that slut. No, I, wouldn't marry, I wouldn't marry her. <laughs> oh, hell no. i just use her for cleanup. Huh? And you know, she's got the long socks on. Yeah, I'm going to have sex with her. <laughs> Everybody on the other side of glass is laughing. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Steve and Apopka, you're in the hideout on our radio. What up, Steve? 
Hey, man. Yo, dude. Can you tell me the website for that young lady that y'all was just looking at? Tommy, where'd you? Go. Yeah, where'd you find all that stuff? Or can you? We, because she doesn't have her own website yet, but uh, there are there are. Can, we, can there. we get any of those and just put a link of that on realradio.fm for all the heretics and guys like Steve? Or is that because it's porn? I don't know if we're allowed to. Uh, maybe, maybe we can get Jimmy Jam to throw it up on... Hereticshideout.com? Yes. Ooh, that's a nice just, way to circumvent. Just type in Google Baumgartner and then perfect-skin.com. All right, here's what yeah. I'm... Or here, Steve. I'm going uh, I'm I'm to put it out for you. Rebecca Baumgartner and then perfect-skin.com. I know... Spell Baumgartner for him. All right, it is B A U M G A R D N E R. Now here's the thing. Here's what's so funny about this. We're as guys willing to go through whatever it takes to see the pictures of these girls. And I'm telling you, Steve, it's worth it, dude. Go find Google and make it happen. I'm not sending you a link, King. You're 17. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, do show. You think if I go to Tampa tomorrow, no. they'll, they'll let me in? I'd love for you to go. I could be the guy who holds the reflector. Do you know? I'd like if you were looking at her pictures. If you were with a girl like that, seriously, how long do you think you'd last? The first time. Well, I like to uh, try to just change stuff up in my head, which is just the oddest thing in the world because. You want to make it last a while longer, so you think of disgusting things like, you know, like uh, your best friends and everything. And uh, so I probably would last a while on the first one. It's the next ones that I don't care about, and I go, boom, quick. All right, let's take a break. I'm with you. I don't know what you said. I was looking at her photo. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just mentioned how I think of you during sex. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I was looking at a I was looking at a chick, so that makes it not gay. Let's right, take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. A lot to get to, and whatever else uh, you're interested in here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I'm like the lead singer of the band, and I think everybody's got a freaking problem needed, and they need to take it up with me after the show. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Wednesday night. Matt Albert's ass. El uh, Jefe and Dubs. Come on into the Hideout. Be somebody. You can do it on the Real Radio Hideout Instant Messenger. The phone numbers 407 916 1041, 888 978 1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I'm getting a lot of chicks who are now mad at me on the instant messenger saying, guys are such pigs. All you're interested in is sex. Yeah, I mean, really. Uh Uh-huh. And I know you are, too. Don't lie to yourself. You really... You want want acid just as much as we do. You just somehow have figured out how to repress or not make it so obvious. Been taught not to. That's what it is. It's absolutely, you're right. Girls don't talk about that. That makes you a whore. We like whores. Men like a whore. That's why they do so well. Here's what it is. We like a whore. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody wants someone who just really wants to bang. Men are whores. 
So we want whores. The only thing is just you don't want to act that way in public. Like as a guy. Well, is it, even as a guy, I don't like being sleazy. I'm not that guy who'll go to the bar and, you know, just talk about, hey, uh, I want to get in the pants. That's me. Although I've always wondered, like, if I went around and just told every chick, hey, I want to bang you, what can we do about this? I think you get punched 99 out of 100 times, but it's that one time you're like, yes. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Worth those 99 punches. Jose in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jose? Um, I was just trying to say that uh, that girls have less estrogen than guys have testosterone, so it makes it easier for them to control themselves. Isn't it all about too like? Isn't it more so about like? Isn't testosterone is what makes you horny, even in chicks? Because girls have testosterone. Yeah. And that's what really makes... So if their testosterone level is higher than another chick, it'll make them more uh, horned up? I think I think that... I don't know. Are people who are saying celibacy is the way to go. I don't even understand how, as a human being, you don't have sex. How is that, Dusha? Yeah. I knew this was going to come to me. Well, you were, like, the perfect example. I think that women... Have the, the whole the whole world fooled? Because you're speaking for them as one. No, because they always say they don't want sex, but they do. I definitely feel like a woman now. Do you think girls? Because I I was talking to her about it, the uh, Playboy girl. Do you think girls enjoy sex as much as uh, as much as dudes do? You'd have to think so. I mean, it, it's created that way. It's supposed to be nice. I, I mean, I think when you're when you're picking up on other dudes, is it easier? How am I supposed to know? Do you think it's easier to pick up a dude? No. No? I mean, I don't know. In your estimation, would it be easier to pick up a dude? Right, sure. Here's the thing with chicks. See, I think it's all about if a girl finds someone that she actually clicks with then she can't get enough of the sex. Where she can get hers, you know what I mean? She can act the way she wants to and not feel like a whore. Right. I, I personally think that girls actually like it more than guys. Is that what you found? I've never... I don't Playing know anything both about... sides? No, I'm a guy, so I know what guys like. I would take mm. the dude. Joe and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Hey, great show, guys. Thank you, brother. C- can I ask you a question and get an honest answer? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you think that girl knows what a legal pad is? No. In fact, I saw her law school. I don't even. I've never even heard of it. Actually, she writes on a maxi pad when she's at class. Yeah. She, that, she, <laughs> that's what she's doing. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, brother. All right, let's take a break. Hey, man, I got some stories. One of them is mind blowing. Hold on a second. Listen to this. We've talked a little bit about sex. U.S. military secretly pays Iraqi newspapers for running stories uh, trumpeting the U.S. mission. I almost want to read you the whole article, because it's... Let's do it Louis style. I'm reading out of the paper and you can hear it. Mm-hmm. Gee, Gordon Liddy. <laughs> what an ass. There's another guy we have stories about that we don't even tell. Dookie! <laughs> what? That we aren't going to tell. Valve. 
It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. What's on your mind? It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout World Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America. I am Al Hafe. That is J-Dubs. You want to be somebody, pick up the phone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. I I just want to read this to you. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... Highlight it. Um, As part of an information offensive in Iraq, the U.S. military is secretly paying Iraqi newspapers to publish stories written by U.S. troops in an effort to uh, make sure that the image of the mission in Iraq is uh, one of a positive nature. Their articles are presented in the Iraqi press as unbiased accounts written and reported by independent journalists. But they basically trumpet the work of the U.S. and the Iraqi troops denounce the insurgents and tout the U.S.-led rebuilding efforts. Now, they're saying the articles are basically truthful, but they only present one side of the events, mm-hmm. and they omit like, the information that may reflect poorly. Well, I mean, we're trying to win the hearts and minds over there. That's and a- I think it's a very important thing. Uh, to uh, lie to them to get them to do that. The military's effort to disseminate propaganda in the Iraqi media is taking place even as U.S. officials are vowing to promote democratic principles, political transparency, and freedom of speech to a country emerging from decades of dictatorship and corruption. It comes as the State Department is training Iraqi reporters in basic journalism skills and Western media ethics, including one workshop titled... The role of press in a democratic society put on by the Fox News Network. <laughs> I just added that last part, Fox oh, News. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, they're in big trouble over there. Bill O'Reilly's going, you have to be able to write the best story of all time. And by doing that, you have to. Now, traditionally, just... traditionally, the press really is like one of the great markers of a free mm-hmm. society. I mean, that's where it really comes down to is if uh, if your press is able to give out every little bit of news and uh, not be looked at by the government as, you know, being being able to be shut down because of what they report. Right. I just think it's funny that there's just no such thing as news anymore. I mean, did we talk about this yesterday? Or was I think it, so. Or was it off the air? Where basically the only news is like CNN headline news. Mm-hmm. You and I hang out too much. I don't know what we're talking about on the air or off the air. Yeah, it's a lot simpler when we didn't see each other at all. Now it's constant. John and Leesburg, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, man? What up, dude? My only point would be that um, I know that you're a pretty open-minded person, so I also hope that you realize that not only does our nation influence countries and newspapers to slant stuff one way or the other, or based on political or personal bias that it gets slanted, but it's the whole world as a whole slants stuff the same exact way. No, and, and you know, and I, I, I think it becomes a different story when you start paying them. You know, to do that. It's kind of like the whole thing. Remember when the administration got busted, and I think the Justice Department actually came down on them for sending out those reports, those fake news packages that were being run. 
about maybe how great, how Social Security needed to be fixed or about Head Start. I mean, do you remember when that was going on? And I also remember when they uh, hired an actual journalist who was, who who, who was the... Uh, Armstrong Williams, yeah. but he's a commentator. He's yeah. not really a journalist. And no, I understand that, John. It goes on everywhere. I was just saying it's not really real news anymore. That's my only point. And you really have to take it with a, everything you almost read and see with a grain of salt. Yeah, you got to uh, know what your source is before you read it and take it for what it is. It's like Mr. Phillips says. It's just uh, entertainment. It's not even news anymore. It's just entertainment. But I like how we're paying them. Like, Do you think we could do that? Like maybe slip somebody at the Sentinel like 20 bucks, write a positive story about the hideout? <laughs> it's that easy. I'm over in their office tomorrow. I'm willing to do it. What was the other thing I saw about Iraq? Because I don't want to get too deep into it, but there was something else that really, um, like, piqued my interest. Oh, I know what it is. It wasn't Iraq-related. But did you hear what the networks are now deciding they're going to do? End of America shows. They're now in 06 deciding the next big thing, because there are always these phases in television. Mm-hmm. There's the reality phase, and then there's the, uh, well, you know, like the law drama Phase that everything goes through. And Sitcom, uh, mm-hmm. variety shows. Yep, it all comes out at once and then uh, overloads on people until they get tired of it. CSI, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of investigation ones. All right, you know, let's take a break because we're, we're running behind. We got behind in the first hour. But I want to tell you about these pilots that are um, slated. And they're literally calling them end of America shows. <laughs> And do you, do you think people are going to latch on to this? Do you think this will be like the next big thing? I can see one of them making it really big and the other one's just being called uh, completely ridiculous. Right, four but one s- of them will be huge. 407-916-1041, And we also have those tapes, too. Remind me, let's play those tapes of Barbara Walters and those wackos. Just real fast, I want to run through them. Okay. I hate Dakota Fanning now. How can you hate a child? Oh, you wait till I play this audio, and you're going to hate her, too. When they tell their parents I hate them. <laughs> Come on. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hey, I like those big pickles. Don't pull on my back hair. Love this band. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J Dub's Wednesday night. Be somebody right now. 407 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Coming up to a Hideout Headline Game Show, your chance to win some prizes. All right, Dubs. Let's be honest. Okay. Because we're all Americans in here. Mm-hmm. Even me. Um. Apparently. ABC alone is going to have two of these shows set in a post-apocalyptic America. Mm-hmm. One's called Resistance, and the other one Red and Blue. And then I guess CBS is developing Jericho, which is about life in a small town after America is destroyed. <laughs> and according to Fox, the creative community appears to be really inspired this year. It was an exciting time buying to be buying... I came away pretty encouraged about network TV. I guess this went on in all the trade shows for television and stuff. This is reported in Variety. 
is America ready for post-America television? I'll tell you what, it'll uh, it'll be interesting because I think from what what you'll see is a different spin each way, you know, of uh, it being better, it being worse, you know, after America and. But you'll see a lot of the, the same things, maybe the st- same storylines and how it happened. And uh, it'll be good to see how art is interpreting how America will end. And, like, all right, let's be let's be realistic. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. If we continue on the path that we're going with this empire building, most empires, they don't completely crumble. You know what I mean? Cause but they, we, they get knocked down a few pegs. Yeah. Were there? Could you ever imagine there being not in America? I mean, what that would even remotely resemble? It would be really. I I don't know uh, if it's just what we've been taught, right? Growing up, but it seems like from what we're taught from grade school up is the world stops if America stops, right? And I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, no. I mean, our world would stop. Mm-hmm. But I don't think every other country around the uh, the globe would. Uh, crumble along with us well i think if any major country though because we're all dependent so much Mm -hmm. on each other on our economics i mean we can't afford to have france or germany or britain or china fall off can we we kind of need them all because we're in this like global society now yeah now we're everybody's trading with everybody and uh right I, i i think i could be wrong i don't think so though so, realistically, there's no way that America's going to end. This is not going to happen. We'll have bumps and bruises, but it's, it's going to be like Britain, France, and it'll go on forever. I think the uh, the country will live on forever, yeah, but there could be a t- point in time where we aren't a superpower like we are now. I think we're All starting right. to go to that point as it is because we have trouble right now taking over a smaller country, or uh, battling with a smaller country. Well, you can't go take over places. I just think that's been shown throughout history. Maybe it happened. You're successful for a little while, but it never really ends up going well. Mm-hmm. With the way technology is going, as far as like you know, comparing like to Iraq, that's different because we're trying to actually do something there. But there's a couple countries along with us, I think, that if they really wanted to, could just annihilate another country in All itself. Right. All right. Uh, let me give out a prize for this. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. According to the majority of people in the United States, within the next 10 years, who is going to be our biggest military threat? So the majority of Americans think that over the next 10 years, there's going to be one country that is going to be our biggest threat. I think I know what it is. Who is it? If you can correctly guess it, I'll give you a prize. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Chunks, you got a guess on this? I'll let you throw it out there. Uh, I'm going to go with Korea. Korea was not guessed. You think Korea? Yes. North Korea? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're another one of those. They're... they're they're pretenders. Yeah. Perpetrators. They think yeah. they're big and mighty and because they got a few nukes and they're flexing some muscles. Just like Iran. But you know, if it really came down to who scares you more, Iran or Korea? North Korea. North Korea, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think Iran scares me more. I don't know why. 
you you just look at that. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the name of the North Korea dictator over there. It's that Axis. Oh please, I could beat him up. <laughs> but hmm. he. He looks like his finger's always on some kind of button. All right, Tommy has a guess. Tommy, what are you thinking as a presidential candidate for 2006? Antarctica. Uh, Antarctica, no, was not the guess. Mike and Titusville, you're next up. What's that guess? The majority I in- of Americans. I have inside info. It's going to have to be Russia, man. All right, so do you think, I think Russia... Russia is one of those people that have fallen really hard. Yeah. I, no one's afraid of Russia. I mean, look at Rocky IV. Yeah, he handled it. Mm-hmm. And that was after he killed Apollo. Yeah, that son of a bitch. I loved Apollo. I remember thinking, like, that. you know why that was my favorite movie of the Rocky movies? Why? James Brown. Living in America. Boy, I love that. That was great. That was my favorite scene. I'd love watching it. I really thought that was a great movie when I was a kid. I liked watching him out in that. I don't know how he got that big uh, farmhouse in the middle of uh, Russia to... Uh, to a train at where he's jumping around with a log on his back. Right. Eric in Orlando. I don't know where he came You're up ne- with that Ew. property. You're next up, Eric. What do you got, buddy? Got India. India. is India, India is not going to be the next big... Now, they're taking all the jobs, but they're not the next big military power that everyone's worried about. They're also taking all our names, too. Yeah, because they take the names. Hello, this is Jim. Okay, right. <laughs> sure, dude. Mm-hmm. Brian, uh, actually, Matt Navito, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys, how you doing? All right, brother. Uh, what about China? China, ding, ding, ding. Yes. That is the correct answer, of my course. friend. Of course. You are a winner. Hang tight. 52% of Americans think that's going to be the next big military threat, China. They're just massive. That's why they have all the manpower in the world. Literally. We need a few more bird flus over there. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Not right. Why? You see the way they put Yao Ming in his place? One of the biggest people on earth, and he's like so subdued. Yeah, he's so scared of them. Because the Chinese government's like, you better, you better be good. You better come on back here to play uh, in the Olympics. And you're gonna come back here. I could get into a little story about NBA and the Chinese, and there's this guy Wang Zhuzhu, who was the first. I love that dipping sauce. He was the first Chinese player actually drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. You can't say that Hebrew word. No. Don't offend people. This is Wong Zhuzhu. Hey. And whatchamacallit, he uh, he refused to go back to China during the summer. Mm-hmm. He literally, not only did he get blackballed from China, he got blackballed in the U.S. Really? Like a lot of NBA teams, didn't. he ended up signing a contract. But, like, the Mavericks didn't want to touch him after that because they were worried about ruining relations with the Chinese in case there was a new Yao, you know, later Mm -hmm. on. It's craziness. Brian and Altamont, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. We got Brian. Uh, Hey, it's uh, Brian the trainer. Oh, it's uh, Brian, our trainer over at uh, Spectrum Fitness. Spectrum Fitness doing the super slow. And Chunks is actually um, commenting on how well things are going over there. What do you got, my friend? Uh, well, I just wanted to chime in about us not remaining the superpower. Right. Um, and uh, and something that people overlook a lot is the deficit. Yeah. I mean, how many trillions are we owing? And it's either Japan or China. I mean, it's a lot. I think it's like seven trillion dollars, and it's a whole thing. People say that the they can't go collect that money. 
I don't know, man. I don't even know where to get. St- I'm just looking at military. You're right, because if you think about just financially. If, if they said, hey, you know, we need you to start on that. Bitch, give me my money. There's you know? no way ever. I, yeah, I don't know how it happened. Hey, there, Brian, uh, Spectrum Fitness helping chunks out. It's great stuff over there. Thank you, dude. I think when you uh, get indebted to money to another country like that, you're indebted in different ways than just money. Yeah. You know, they aren't going to try to collect that back, but they're going to hold that over your head later on. All right, here's it. Here it is, Dubs. 42% of Americans say China will wind up more powerful than the U.S. <laughs> they aren't far right now. I'd venture to say they may be. If we went to war with China? Hey, talking about these post-apocalyptic America shows, you think it's too early for, like, hurricane shows? Because remember they were going to have that one hurricane show on ABC, but they decided not to because of Katrina? Well, they did, just did that uh, Category 7 one, End of the World. Yeah, that was awful. Mm-hmm. Any of those are awful, though. What about, like, an Iraq troop show? They have that already. Do they? Yeah, on uh, the military channel. Yeah. It's uh, called... Uh, they do one on uh, military and discovery. It's called Off to War. And it's like it's about this group of guys, I think from Arkansas maybe. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of follows them around, shows them eating their lunch and making their patrol. Hmm. And, it show, and don't they uh, keep tabs on the family back home? Too? Yeah, and it yeah. shows the family members. Is it too early for bird flu movies? I think it would be kind of ridiculous, too. You just have a bird flopping around and some uh, elderly woman falling down and dying. And that'd be the end of the movie. All right, hold on a second. Somebody just sent me this. Um, CBS is planning a play drama called Four Horsemen. The Apocalypse? Wow. Didn't even realize. It's funny. Uh, it's going to start Arn Anderson, uh, Tully Blanchard, Rick Flair. Look, you, look at you looking at Tommy so he I'm can giggle. I'm looking for the fourth. Ole Anderson, Barry Windham, Lex Luger, Windham. Sting well, at one point, no, Paul Roma. The, who, are the, who are the original four? Ole Anderson. Okay. Somewhere missing. Minnesota Wrecking slide. Crew. <laughs> Tell you what. They would fly in to do a match. They'd fly ba- back over to Vegas to party and fly over and do another match. Woo. You know what I'd love? And I'm not kidding. I'd love to go do a show. From uh, Iraq. I think it'd be really, really cool. I'll run the board for you here. <laughs> Me too. You don't think that'd be cool? What? You wouldn't go? No. I don't leave America. You figure you're going to be safe if you go over there and do a show for Clear Channel. I ain't be awesome, man. I know. We got security here now. I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. Oh, that. really? <laughs> oh, well. Who's that big guy in the hall now? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. That's hey, chunks. while we're uh, while we're in the uh, tune of doing it, let's go ahead and finish giving out some prizes. Hideout headline game show. I know you just called to be a winner, but hey, yeah, this hit uh, okay redial. again. Yeah, yeah. read dial four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. You be a winner right now. Get caught up on the day's headlines. Win some prizes. Real Radio 104.1. It's Roger Lodge from America's number one dating program, Blind Date. And if you're looking for a gay blind date, well, you got it right here in the hideout. All right, you primitive screw here. 
Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see Radio what roadblock. you find. You might just win a prize. Radio Roadblock. Is the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show. Mo. No! Yeah! No! 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hop on in and play the Hideout Headline Game Show. Remember, ladies are first in the Hideout Headline Game Show. Heretics 2. Uh, you get five categories, world, national, local sports, and entertainment. We get caught up on the news. You win prizes. That's the way we do it here in the hideout. We'll start with um, Angie. Angie in Orlando. First up, which category would you like, Angie? Um, what, kind of, what, what are the categories again? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment. Local. All right, here's local news of Putin. Local news is fill-in-the-blank and very sad. A Central Florida man allegedly kept what? Buried alive for three days in his yard as a punishment for digging holes in it. Oh, no. Uh, what did you, what you, you guess? One more time, Angie? Yeah, do it again. <laughs> All right, no, you lose. You're not helping. I think she had her radio on the background. And... I think she did, too, and I'm sorry, sweetie. Putin's supposed to tell you. All right, we'll try uh, over here. Repeat the question, because now we're going to have to anyway, because we're going to somebody else. Joey in Merritt Island. Here we go. What's the question, Putin? The question is, fill in the blank, a Central Florida man allegedly kept what buried alive for three days in his yard as a punishment for digging holes in his yard? What is it, Joey? Uh, dog. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. More specifically, a puppy. His new puppy. All right, so a puppy was digging holes in the yard... And he um, and he buries it alive. He buried it alive in a hole which was slightly filled with water, uh, covered by weights uh, and pieces of wood. The dog was essentially lying on its side with its head flat, with the wood on top of it, where it could barely breathe. That's oh. according to animal, animal services. He was arrested. I thought you said anal services, and then I was like, if he took it to Damn. that, then that's even worse. Oh. Um, or hot? No. <laughs> I, uh, I can't believe... Who would do this to an animal? Like, I don't like animals. And let alone, who would do this to a dog? I could see a cat. Why a cat? Well, your cat. In fact, I'd like to test this theory. No. If we get a chance. Do you you think are so- going to get one. Do you think something like that deserves harsher punishment than, you know, just going to jail? Like what? I don't know. Like they have to lay in that same hole? Yeah. How about, like, Jesus style? Eye for an eye. Now it's your turn to do Hole it. for an hole? Usually they don't even go to jail. They just sort of get like some fine and community service. Mm-hmm. They usually make him work with animals. Like that's gonna help. And you, the whole time, you know, like if he's at the shelter, he just wants to break the dog's neck, bury the bury another dog, find him back in the kennel. Right, apparently the cipher night thing was actually by that Jewish guy that we can't even say the name. It, was, it wasn't Jesus, so I apologize. I don't like to be wrong. Mr. Mama Deltona, you're next up in the hideout. World National Sports or Entertainment? What do you want, my friend? What's happening, guys? Sports hey, would be good. All right, here's sports with Putin. 
Sports is true or false. The Navy team's false. mascot, a true... What? <laughs> Go ahead. Give out the answer. The Navy... What? <laughs> the Navy team's mascot, a goat, was stolen from them on Monday night before this Saturday's Army-Navy game. Is that true or false? True. Uh, true. False. What is it, Putin? Uh, I don't know. What did he say? He true. said true. He said true. It's false. Uh, uh, no, he said false. Yeah, he said false. Congratulations, <laughs> Mr. Mom. You're a winner. Hold on, buddy. The mascot's a goat for the Navy? It is, but it wasn't stolen. What was done to it? Uh, nothing. Put it in a hole? The, the trophy, the the big trophy, 170-pound thing that they mm-hmm. always give to the winner of that game was stolen from the locker room. Why are they just keeping it in the locker room, sitting out there? Well, they put it out there for uh, moral support uh, last Monday, and it was stolen that night. What's the Army mascot? He just said a goat. No, that's the Navy. I don't understand. Bulldog, how, right? I don't understand how the Navy is a goat. Is it a bulldog? That's That's Georgia. Yeah. No, you're no wait, you are right. That's where the army's based, Georgia. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one. is there any more of West a point misinformed <laughs> show than us? What's West Point? The, the military academy. Where's that one located? I don't Annapolis? know. Annapolis? No, it's it's up there in Virginia. You lived there. No, I didn't. I've never been to Virginia. <laughs> uh we lied in our resume. Andy and Altoona, you're next up in the hideout. Here you want world, uh, national, or entertainment? Uh, National. I'll take... uh... (laughs) National. Yeah, hey, works for me. All right, here's national with Andy. National news is either true or false. True. An, an, uh, An expected announcement from the Transportation Security Administration on Friday will allow scissors and other sharp objects with blades less than four inches back onto planes. Is that true or true. false? False. I say false. Oh. You're you're wrong, sir, sadly. What did he uh, say? He said false. What is the answer? The, the answer's true. No, he said true. Congratulations, <laughs> Andy. You're a winner. Did I do something wrong? 407 916 So now TSA has decided, you know what? We were wrong about the whole scissors and knife thing. Go ahead and bring it on board. Yeah, they're focusing on what they consider to be the greater risk, like bombs and stuff, which is what they use on 9-11 to take over the planes. Oh, no, those were small box cutters and blades under four inches. Oh, I see what you're doing. Sarcasm. (laughs) I like that. Keep that going. That's new in comedy, sarcasm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're being such dicks for no reason. I don't know why it is either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no reason for it at all. That's why. It's the music. It's the music that's driving us insane. That's the reason. Jesse and Oviedo, you get uh, world or entertainment. What do you want, my friend? Let's go with world. All right, here's world news of Putin. World Don't is... say true or false. I'll punch you. Okay. No, not you, Jesse. I mean Putin. <laughs> it's multiple choice. All right, nice. See. <laughs> You get true, false, or maybe. <laughs> Go ahead, Putin. Uh, which South American country did not allow a U.S. congregational delegation to dip it? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? To disembark from their plane because the country claims they didn't follow regulations on their visit. Is it A. Argentina? No. B. Braz- B. Brazil. No, maybe. C. Zimbabwe. Yes. That's D- in Africa. D. Venezuela. I say B. Venezuela. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. You're a winner, brother. I like Venezuela. I like Venezuelan chicks. Now, I've just, never seen one. I like girls. Really, I just like chicks wherever they're from. 
I prefer them from OBT. That's where I like to find mine. Did you hear the cracking down on the prostitutes here in town? You know, you, you saw that coming with the old uh, uh, the handy massage over parlors, the massage parlors. This, that, and the other. Let them do their thing. Joe in Orlando. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah. What's happening, guys? Your turn, brother. You were left with... Entertainment. Entertainment. I'll take entertainment. Right, I say we do world again. I like that question. All right, here we go. Here's Putin. Do you really want me to ask the world question again? No, entertainment, okay. stupid. Uh, multiple choice, sir. Which actor could be causing harm to his unborn baby and wife, as well as violating federal law by purchasing... Steve by purchasing an ultrasound machine and giving amateur ultrasounds to his fiance, a U.S. congregational delegation. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is it, Joe? I didn't I get the choices choice. yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. You should know this. It's been everywhere. Is it A. Nick Lachey, B. Tom Cruise, C. Jack Black, or D. Orlando Bloom? Tom Cruise. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. I know what the hell's going on. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Hey, tight. Hey, here's actually that clip of him on Walters last night. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? No. We're going to know. We'll You're going to know beforehand? It. Yes. And I actually sure bought a sonogram machine. And? I'm going to donate it to a hospital when we're done. Wait, you're going to do your own sonogram? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know whether it's a boy or no. a girl, don't you? No, I don't. Even I though, being, but you're Barbara, looking at this Barbara, at the sonogram. I would tell you, I would say, I know if it's a boy or a girl, and I'm not telling you. Okay? <laughs> so and I would say that. All right, what did he say that was funny there, and why is she sitting there laughing? Like he just made a Putin sarcasm joke. I would tell you. <laughs> I'm hearing he's catching so much, so much flack over this. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's Barbara Walters. That's what a Barbara Walters interview is. Just a witch laugh the whole time. <laughs> All right, you know what? Let me play you more of these. Because I, I can't decide who I hate more now because of their interviews on television. Dakota Fanning, Kanye West, or Jamie Foxx? I'm sure I think that, they're all laughable. I think the Jamie Foxx one is the most disturbing. The way he kisses co- uh, oh, Cobra. <laughs> Obra's ass. <laughs> Obra. <laughs> I would take a break and come back. i got to play it. And Dakota Fanning, I hate her. And I want really bad things to happen. I want her to end up like Dana Plato. <laughs> in the different strokes. Just drugged out and eventually dead. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. My game is media press. So I'll say something, I think it's funny. Yeah. And then they'll take it and take the joke out of it and just put the cocky statement. Yeah. In media, they try to sensationalize things, and I don't think they have to do that for me because I'm entertaining as is. You don't have to add anything on. Just let me talk, and it'll be entertaining enough, you know. Yo, G, they can't stop me from rapping Kenny. Kenny Hop. That's Kanye West. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. and Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Talking about how entertaining he is. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for the media to blow out of proportion what he says because he's so entertaining. That's one of those, repeat the lie and you'll believe it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure a conversation with him is no fun. No, he seems like he'd uh, be really uptight anything you want to talk about. What rapper would you like to sit down and have a conversation with? If you could have one. One rapper, one conversation. That'd be ludicrous. He seems like a party guy. Yeah, ludicrous is badass. I like him. My favorite is Ice Cube, but I don't know how much fun he'd be to talk to. He seems another one who might be, you know, hard to get anything out of. 
Tommy, today, if you could sit down tomorrow with somebody, who would you like to chat with? I don't usually like too much rap, but my favorite current artist is probably Tupac. Uh, he's dead. Okay, Notorious B.I.G. He uh, he also died. All right, last one is easy. Yeah, he died of AIDS. Well, um, how about the other guys from N.W.A. Like that other guy? Okay, you don't no, you don't even know. Well, does Aaliyah count? Because she's kind of no, that's not the same. <laughs> well, it's fine. If you're gonna shoot down the answers, why bother asking me? How about Left Eye? The left eye is dead too. You just what do you have like a website with all the dead black people that you know? You knew them? Yeah. Thanks for bringing up bad memories. Oh my dead friends. What rapper you want to sit down and chat with? The Trunks. Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Just because he has Bone in his name. And that's what you want to suck on. <laughs> no. I want to go crazy Bone on him. No man, he's a very talented rapper. I heard he has a lazy bone. Ow. Oh, I give up. I think I'd want to hang out with, like, most deaf. He seems like someone who would just, just kind of hang out, watch some television, maybe smoke some weed. Mm -hmm. I'd go with a Master P. I was singing that song today. Make, Make him say, uh, Yeah, I'd, I'd like to ask him what happened. Na, 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 na. What happened to his career? Yeah, because that won't get you shot. You he's know a, he's uh, working on Little Romeo now. Maybe Mystical's another one. Is uh, he still in jail? Yeah, rape. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like? Um, all right, so Kanye West also talked to, he was on the t 10 most intriguing people. At DMX? I mean, there's so many more rappers that I think are more intriguing than Kanye West. But he's the hot thing this year. He is? Yeah. <laughs> Flash in the pan. You know where it's at, Slick Rick. All right, he taught, now here's uh, Kanye talking more. I'm on Barbara Walters, you know I won't falter. Jesus walked, we took him to the altar, much taller, not shorter, and I can talk to any reporter, turn on your car. Uh -huh. All right, that's his, that's word. That, was a, that was a freestyle. Uh. That was him freestyle. Play it again. This was his freestyle for Barbara Walters. That's terrible. I'm on Barbara Walters, you know I won't falter. Jesus walked, we took him to the altar. You can't pause when freestyling. Much taller, not shorter, and I can talk to any reporter, turn on your recorder. He's awful. Seriously, he's awful. If you're, there's many more things I'd rather listen to than that. Particularly Federline. Yeah, I think, all right. Honestly, you put Federline next to Kanye. In that situation, definitely. All right, people are saying he didn't even write Jesus Walks. I didn't know that. If that's true, then you know what? We're gonna bring down Kanye one, one show at a time here in Central Florida. That's our new mission. Putin is a better freestyler than Kanye West. Definitely. If you were in Barbara Walters' shoes, would you just kind of stop him in the middle of that? Be like, okay, okay, we've heard yeah, enough. And here's what we're going to We're going to cut this out for you because this is going to ruin your career. All right, Tommy says he has it. The worst audio ever of a, of a rapper. Chunks, uh, play track three because you're so disorganized back there and you yeah. have no idea what you're looking for. Well, he's, he lives in a whole nest of papers back there. You know, I'm not really offended by the word when white people use the word, but I feel offended when white people use incorrect English around me. It's like if they throw a B in the middle of their sentence, I don't be doing this, you yeah. know, like, I'm like, that feels almost like, the that feels equal to like what the word nigga feels like to other people. 
That is true. Whenever yeah. you're like trying to talk ebonics to somebody. Yo, B. Not even saying calling them B. Mm-hmm. Like, be, you be tripping. Yeah. I know you be doing. That's like serious. I can understand that. That it probably is worse than the M-bomb. Because that's just basically coming out saying you don't know English. And I'm going to talk on their level. Right. And use um, inappropriate contractions, too. Yeah, that whole thing. You know what I'd love to talk to about that? The Soul Brother. Uh, not Soul Brother Kevin, though. Soul Brother Larry. Yeah. I think he'd be I'm open. over Soul Brother Kevin. Yeah, Soul Brother Kevin. Yesterday's he's like Kanye. News. Flash. The new hit is Soul Brother Larry, who called into the show earlier. That's where it's at. Soul Brother Larry. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, let's go back to this interview. Uh, Barbara Walters, she's talking to Dakota Fanning. Okay. And I think, honestly, I hate her. This is my new obsession, like, as far as hating Dakota Fanning. That little actress who, she's a little child, and she's, like, in all the movies. She's yeah, she's it. the new child uh, This that you'll find if it, they ever need a female little kid. Like a daughter. Mm-hmm. It's her and, like, Haley Joel Osment, I guess, is the guy, mm-hmm. is the, the boy equivalent to Dakota Fanning. You, you got to give her credit though. She's a she's an amazing actress. She is. What is she? She. That's what children do. They pretend. Can do you know any, anyone who pretends better than her? I'm sure there there are children pretending all the time to be um, soldiers, kings, queens. I know you are pretending to be a queen right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have an allowance? You know, I don't have an allowance. My mom and dad, you know, they didn't really think I needed one. And also, they want me to, you know, do chores around the house because I want to do them and not because, you know, you're not going to get your allowance this week if you don't make up your room or your bed. So She already sounds annoying. Like, literally, like every chick who's just going to be more annoying than the next. Hmm. Hot. Like, uh, oh, so you're digging the, uh, never mind, then that's your thing room or your bed so people will be amazed to know that dakota with everything <laughs> does chores around the house like what i do i make up my bed clean my room <laughs> and then you know my sister and i wash some dishes we pretend like we're waiters and we're like here we have tacos and things like that we do things to make things fun dakota tell me something bad about yourself do you ever have a tantrum i don't do you ever answer your i, I really i Ball. hate her i fall you're a kid. You know you're throwing tantrums. And if she's this perfect, then that's another reason to hate her. And I know she's a t- child actress, but she's living a life that I don't think she deserves. She's ugly. Yeah, she's, she's not, not even, a cute kid. She's not even a cute kid. And she's doing pretend, and for some reason she's in all the movies. Yeah, it must be nice if you get to actually pretend to be a waiter and just laugh because you have so much money. Like, ah, we're normal. <laughs> oh, little ass kid now are the paparazzi or are they gunning for a uh, tantrum from her you know with the adult stars they go for like a, a sex video to find oh yeah they would love to see dakota fanning in a store throwing a tantrum over a push-up pop <laughs> but why can't i have it mom did you ever throw a tantrum as a kid oh of course who what? hadn't dakota <laughs> yeah princess dakota she was great in man on fire though what the hell is that movie with uh, Denzel Washington, Man on Fire. You never saw that? It sounds like a gay porno to me. No, it's with Denzel Washington and Is Dakota. Is that about you and your penis? No. 
Ass on fire. What are you? <laughs> Keep your mic on. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Seriously, that's what he's doing our meeting today. All right. Uh, Mom and Dad back? No, not really. <laughs> Do you ever get punished for anything? <laughs> not, not too often, I hope. I wish I could find out that you were just a spoiled little brat. <laughs> Promise me one day you'll be a spoiled little brat. I hope not, but maybe I'll, I'll, I'll act in a part for you, Barbara, and I'll play a spoiled brat. Oh, oh shut up. Don. Shut up your child whore mouth. Die already. Oh. I really... I t Didn't what... Was I wrong that you listened to that minute and seven seconds and now I hate her? Yeah, definitely. I think, I'm uh, never going to watch another one of her movies again. I don't think I ever have, actually. I know that you say you hate her because of this interview. I'd like to make a bet with you that if you watch Man on Fire, it'll to totally change your view on this girl. I think I've seen... What is that? Denzel and what happens? He's like her bodyguard. I saw that movie. She was amazing in that. Whatever. She was playing pretend. And there she is. She's a little white girl having a black man take care of her. It's like Ooh, watching the 20s. Now I like it. Well, that's different. But she forced her to drink out of another water fountain? Was that part of the movie? Yeah. I saw this that. This is our families. It wasn't that great. What else has she been in? The Patriot? Crap. The Patriot? I, she was a little daughter who never talked. What the hell is the Patriot? Well, then how the hell is that acting? Just, I didn't say she was good in that. I said she was good in Man on Fire. That's, you, what, that's what swayed me over that way. Am I wrong? All right, here. Here's what we're doing. Here's the new mission of the hideout. We are here to destroy uh, Kanye West. And now, what's her name? Dakota Fanning. All right. Apparently, it's Dakota Fanning's father. Hey, boys. This is Dakota Fanning's father. Let me tell you something. My little girl, she's a princess until she's around her mother. Her mother has spoiled this child. I, I tell you what, I want to take her mother and just smack her for what she's done to my precious little princess. That's the problem. You're treating her like a princess. That's where it all... And I don't even understand the thing of calling your daughter or your son prince or princess. That's stupid, too. My prince, my seed. Yeah. Gotta share my crown. Treat them like your dog. <laughs> Rub their nose in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad Dakona. Dakona? Whatever. Who's her? Who have, he? have a little respect. All right, let's take a break. All right, let me play you that, um, whatchamacallit, the other person, this Jamie Foxx. I was on the Jamie Foxx bandwagon. I know you were. You would, uh, you would get mad at me when I said he didn't deserve the Oscar, which he didn't. He, do he so deserved the Oscar. No. Chunks has some audio he wants me to play, too. What's that? <laughs> he rushed in here and said, play this immediately. It's urgent. Bon Jovi? It's my life? Yeah. I don't know. It's not the meeting. You don't need to be sitting here chanting Bon Jovi. I'm sorry. I just heard the commercial. <laughs> All right, just take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. And now a look at sitting on homophobic Santa's lap. Ho, 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 no. What would you like, little boy? I want a pogo stick and a Ken doll. Ho, ho, whoa. I don't think so, little boy. That's a slippery slope. Why don't you get a nice BB gun for yourself, little butch? <laughs> but I want a Ken doll. Ho, 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 mo, say what? What? 
That's what I thought. Ho, ho, show yourself off my lap. That was a look at sitting on homophobic Santa's lap. just before the Oscars, some construction worker had been in your house yeah, yeah. and found photographs. Yeah. Were, were you upset about that? Not really, because the photographs were, I guess, new, new photograph. photographs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was no animals involved. And <laughs> I wasn't doing anything crazy. So, yeah. so the thing, and then, you know, I nude, I'm comfortable uh, with how I look nude. Yeah. Jamie Foxx and Oprah. Me hinted. Let's do this damn thing. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Half and Dubs. You comfortable nude? Yeah. I hate being nude. Why? I would I would rather be a never nude. I'll tell you why. Guys who are comfortable in nude are packing. Guys who aren't comfortable in nude are not. No, I just um my body isn't what I want it to be. That's really the biggest thing. I guess you shot down my theory right there. Yeah, you stupid theory. <laughs> stupid person, stupid theory. Are you comfortable, nude, Darone? For the most part, yeah. As long as there's no way my mom will see it. Like, I could never... Unless put... you're waving it in front of her face, how is she going to see it? Like, if I was ever in a magazine or something and she happened to open it up... So you're saying you'd do gay porn if you knew your no. mom? No! Because your mom, I guess, serves the gay porn sites a lot. Where'd you get gay uh, porn out of that? All I said was nude. I want to see the carrot penis. You're a freak, man. You don't. <laughs> if it were inches, I'd have been all over that. You don't have a problem with your parents seeing you naked? But they're my parents. That's their, it's like them looking at half of themselves naked. No. That's Why? Is it that small? No, stupid. Because I'm made up of them and their genes. Maybe if I was adopted, I'd feel weird. Are you adopted, Duron? I love penis. No, I'm not. But it'd be okay if I was. I wonder what that would be like being adopted. Just like. I don't Do know. you think it would really bother you? Uh, oh yeah. You, you'd be on the never-ending quest to find your parents. I think you have to be. I think you always have this like thirst of knowledge of like who your parents are. I you, don't think I would. No, you wouldn't, because you already know who your parents are. And imagine your disappointment if you were, and then you found uh, exactly those, those two winners. So, I mean, if you were put up for adoption, imagine how you know you, how your parents are, and that they don't care about you anyway. Why would you even? Well, I don't know if they don't care. They about They don't. You. If they cared, they'd kept you. I mean, that's you, not. I think if you get true. adopted into a nice family and things are going good for you, I mean, why look at it any other way? You know, they've raised, I mean, if if they get you when you're a couple it's, days old... It's a natural thing. That's just what people do. Don't argue with me. I'm always right. Hmm. 407-916-1041, Yeah, I know I'm not adopted. I look too much like my ugly parents. Actually, my parents aren't that hideous. I just got their worst traits. Yeah, like, uh... My dad's attitude and my mom's body shape. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm doomed. Seriously, it's over. 
Hey, by the way, you talked to your mom because she left Central Florida and went back to Michigan? Yeah, I talked to her this morning. I was so not interested in staying on the phone with her. What did she say? It sucks back here. It's so cold. Did they stay at your place? Yeah. My little one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, we talked about it last night, how much it stunk to high hell there. Mm-hmm. It'd be My a nice apartment. It'd be a nice apartment if it was a two-bedroom. Why don't you slap some deodorant on them? Around the, the bum area, because that's what, where it stunk from. How do you know? Are you sniffing it? No, because you can tell what where the smell is coming from. Yeah, sometimes you just know that ass smell. Yeah, it was definitely swamp ass. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's play this other thing from uh, Jamie Foxx. Listen to him fawn all over Oprah. When I was on The Living Color, yeah, I would always tell Keenan, I said, "Yo, man, I'm telling you, Oprah, that's like that's that's my that's my flavor." Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because because you're a woman, and you know, you're a woman, you have you have your body, and it's, and I'm from I'm from the South, you know, I like it thick. Whoa, 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 whoa. He just called her fat and said he's a chubby chaser. Yeah, that's essentially what he said. You're juicy, baby. And juicy. I'm, I'm from the South, too, and I like him thick, but I don't like him like Oprah thick. That's an undependable thick. You never know when it's just going to blow up out of control. Man. When she retires, that's when she's going to get completely... You know, I'm at 7-Eleven today, mm-hmm. getting my energy drink. And I see this chick, and you can tell... That either she was hot, like she's on that stage to where she is gonna be a biggin. And she's in a PT cruiser, by the way. <laughs> Blonde, um, like great rack and great ass, but For the now. but the shirt is like a shirt that maybe she wore a year ago where it was like accentuating all the right things. And now you can see that little belly, belly. overhang over the jeans. And you're just thinking, all right, you know what? If I get her now... It's still doable. I could hit it now, maybe fulfill a little chubby chaser fantasy, and then help her work the weight off to where she's just outstanding. Or you get her now, and you know how it is whenever you get in a new relationship, you kind of get comfortable and you let yourself go a little bit, and she just balloons into... Uh, oh, you know that would happen. That that uh, ant from the Harry Potter 3 the hell are you talking about? Mo. Remember the one that blew up? Yeah, no. I do, yeah. You did magic outside and you weren't supposed Mo. to? That's a very good analogy. I'm Thanks. not a kid. I don't watch gay cartoon movies. It's not stuff. a cartoon. Might, Might as, well as well be. Whatever. They don't know, Hefe. They don't. Swinging dildo wands around and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you haven't even seen it. Why would you do that? But, you know what I'm saying? So you don't, you never, like, you're taking a chance. Because you got to figure it's a little bit easier to get at that point, too. So you're, you're really taking a chance on whether or not you want to hit at that point. Well, you, you definitely, you know, have a easy out strategy if it happens with a girl like that. All right, what are some of the telltale signs that a woman's going to get big? Or even a dude? I think what I look at to know if a chick is going to get fat, fat, the legs. You can tell... If the legs are very thin and cut and everything, usually she's pretty safe. But if they're already a little jiggly and uh, got a little extra bumpage to them. By the way, uh, Heretic Ellis Dean is here. He's leaving. He's leaving town, apparently. Moving. 
uh, cops are after him. That's what he said off the air. He didn't want to say it on the air. Oops. Hmm. What were you going to say, LSD? Uh, man, if you're looking at a girl, you got to look at her jeans and not like the things she's wearing. I'm talking about like her mom. Oh, uh, yeah, dad. people are saying that. Giant Brian says, don't date a chick with a fat mom. He says he, says he actually gets freaked out. Well, I'll look for a fat mom. But That's not always true, though, because if they grow up with a fat mom, the last thing they want to be is fat. Yeah, they don't want to be that mom. So the work. But hard. sometimes it's uh, inevitable. Matt Albert says dead giveaway. The arms, the triceps. You think about it, it's true. They got kind of fatty arms. More than likely. Why don't you just pay attention to the belly? Yeah, because bellies they're odd on chicks. I don't think a belly is a good marker. Plus, if a girl already has a belly, it's done. It's over with. How about the uh, just like the the crotch above the crotchal area? If that even has a little thickness to it. The little pouch? Mm-hmm. I hate that thing. Well, you actually hate the thing below it on girls, too. <laughs> you just hate that. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. When I was on The Living Color, yeah. I would always tell King, I said, yo, I'm telling you, Oprah. That's like, that's, that's, my, that's my flavor. Really? Because because you're a woman and you know you're a woman you have you have your body and it's, and I'm from I'm from the south you know I like it thick. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And if you have a singular wireless phone, it's star 1041. Listen to those uh, women go crazy. Cackling. Whenever Jamie Foxx admits that he likes uh, bigger girls. Finally, my dream. And you don't you love how like the Oprah audience is just... It's kind of... Like a whole bunch of hot chicks who are there, like hot middle-aged women. Mm-hmm. But really, that's not your typical Oprah watcher. No, op- normal Oprah watchers are stay-at-home moms that don't go out a whole lot. You know, well, uh, that that is their outside world. That's Oprah. That's their connection. And it's such a uh, terrible way to gauge what everything's what is all going on out in the world. Julio in Orlando, you're in the high down rural radio. What's up, Julio? What's going on, man? What you got, brother? Nothing. A dead giveaway is the ankles. Oh, yeah, we're talking about how uh, how to tell if a, a chick's going to be fat. Ankles? You really think so? Yeah, I, I'm telling you. That dead giveaway. They've got the thin ankles, skinny ankles. They could even, you know, have the thick thighs. they still got the, the skinny ankles. They'll be all right. But huh. once they get them big cankles, then yeah, they're the, done with. The cankles. All right. Thank you, Julio. Yeah, I think it's uh, when they have fat and odd places, you know it's not very far behind in uh, the really bad places. I wish I had thin ankles. Most people who have thin ankles can run fast. I got lumbering ankles. It's really disappointing. I hate my body. (laughs) I do. It's just hideous, man. I have to get in the shower and have this big mirror, and I look at it, and I'm thinking... 
No girl is ever going to want to touch this. Are you? What do you? What a specific specific. Uh, All of it. You are looking at one. Back hair, penis. <laughs> uh, gut. What, what's wrong with the penis? Brian, you're in the hideout on Rubber Radio. What's up, Brian? <laughs> what? <laughs> ankles. <laughs> ankles? No, no, is this Brian J. Peppers? <laughs> what the hell? What? Can you? Actually, Brian, we have a new song for you. Brian J. Peppers. No, thank you. Beat it. Can you please screen those phone calls, Putin? I'm begging what you. What calls? The the one with the creepy little sex offender guy. Oh, that's call- not nice. That's him. Who? Brian J. Peppers. The voice. Talking about. All right, I'm gonna kill someone. Dave, a 95. You're in the hideout. What's for Christmas? What's up, Dave? Hey man, I know somebody already said ankles, but actually it's a combination neck and ankles, and not either either one. It's got to be both. If if both of them look good and thin, you're gonna be good to go. One of the others. One of the other looks bad. Bad news later. I, lim- I you know, Dave, that's a good point. So, what if she has like a like very like a like a thin like neck, back, arms, but she has thick ankles? Well, then you're gonna get a bottom heavy chick, like a very bottom heavy chick. You know those chicks that you look at them up from a waist up, they don't look that bad, but that curdling ass just starts falling at you. That's kind of hot. I don't know. That's me though. No, not not when it gets this big. Could you date a girl who had an amazing body, great face? She's skinny everywhere, but she's got like a huge double chin. No, no, <laughs> there's no way. That would be a lot of uh, face uh, weight. You've never seen that before. Yeah. Is that real? Oh yeah. I was only in the movies. All right, Tommy just says paper bag. Or maybe maybe that chin would be funny. Use your uh, hit it like it's some sort of like a boxing test. Like it's a Speed rooster? bag. With your bag, there's a lot of fun things maybe you do with that chin. You paint it red and blue and uh, have her walk around Thanksgiving, you know? What if she had man hands? I don't think that would bother me. What about handies? So it's still a girl doing it. Uh, Mike and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? I gotta agree with J Dubs on this, man. You got you gotta look at the big picture first. You check out the mother always. Mother. Always. But uh, you got to look at the big picture. He's right, man. If they're carrying it in the thighs, then they're going to be bottom heavy, you know. you got to look at the back of the arms to see if they're going to get that back fat, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a total package they carry. It's, you know, it depends on where they stash it on their body. All right, what if you had a big girl, but she had the most amazing face in the world? Is that okay, Mike? Yeah, you well, you hit it and quit it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, no, I got you. Yeah, you don't stick with her. That's what you call it. Now, while we're talking about this, what's worse, a little extra weight or the real hairy girls? I've seen a lot of chicks that are hot, mostly Greek girls, that are hot, but they have that hair, the black hair on the arms and a little bit on their uh, chest. And the happy trail, and which the is the trail. worst. And some girls brag about it. They love their happy trail. It's repulsive. It's not happy. I remember back in high trail school, my friend, he knew these chicks from like this private school, and there was this one girl who was super hot. I mean, just incredible body, amazing face, but she had, like, a mustache. And, like, we didn't know how to, like, tell her to, like, shave it off and stuff. And then one guy got drunk, and we started just, like, (laughs) I was playing guitar, and he was singing, and he just started making up stuff about some hairy bitch. 
and uh, how she's hot, but she has a uh, a mustache, and she just thought it was funny and here's, didn't get it. Here's the thing about the mustache, though. If you can work up the balls to tell her, hey, how about a little there, maybe shave that thing, then you have one of the hottest chicks ever. The only problem with that is that she doesn't have enough of like a self-realization to realize that she's sporting, you know, a Mike Schmidt. <laughs> and you have to live with the fact that you're dating a girl who has a mustache. Well, what you do, you start dating her, you get her real, real drunk, and then you just throw the nair on while she's sleeping. But it grows back. You get her drunk once a week. Yeah, that's what you do then. That's where you use your roofies. To shave her. All right, people are telling me, you know what? You guys can give the hottest chick on earth. Uh, you can make her so self-conscious. And look at us. We're literally the most disgusting men probably uh, in Central Florida. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, look at this room. Tommy Bateman's the only one. He shouldn't be here. All right, he says that his physician has a mustache. You're she, right. She does. She was telling me like some like information, and I couldn't concentrate because she. Was, <laughs> I was just staring at. It. I was breathing, like, oh. breathing out of her nose. The hair's just going up and down. I was like, not only is she hideous to look at, she has this. And yeah. oh, damn it, I just forgot the secretary listens. <laughs> you want to dump? We can dump now. You want to dump it? There's no way we can go back. Too late. Is the secretary hot, or she got, or did you? No, she has these like weird eyes <laughs> and like, these big buck teeth. <laughs> you just said she listens, you idiot. Hi, Rebecca. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Damn it. That's so much fun. <laughs> Why does it talking about girls' imperfections make you so happy? Because you know they're always looking at yours. They judge you every time. Man, we should give them complexes. That's what we're here for. We get so many from them in grade school. In grade school? What are you talking about? Let go. Let go can't hey let's talk to sir gary real fast get some uh updates sir gary hideout news director what's going on my friend gentlemen how you tonight outstanding what's your favorite part on a woman's body uh, i like the legs pretty good yeah legs are always a telltale right. sign nice. that's yes, a that's a good one like the figure you like you yeah know. the figure yes, when was the last time uh, you were oh, come uh, you on. went on a date with a chick have you had a date lately uh, that's the best date I had was in 1967. Wow. <laughs> wow. We just got into the moon. Yes, sir. Or, or we didn't get to the moon until 69, yeah. did we? Yes, sir. Where, where'd you take her? Old Country I, Buffet. I took her, no, I took her to this uh, dance place down there in Winter Park. Uh, Coliseum, they call it. Oh, that's so sweet. What's in the What's in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, uh, a black man. Oh, oh not no. a black man. Did, did a black man take her, take her from you? Uh, no, sir. Yeah. They couldn't vote back then. Go ahead, my friend. <laughs> well, um... Uh, well, today, they, uh, today, um... Tony Jennings said she was going to retire from being lieutenant governor. Oh, wow. I didn't even hear about that one. Yes, That's sir. crazy. That's absolutely... What else is going on, Sir Gary? Uh, I can't think of nothing else. Well, you know what? That that's okay though, because I I wanted to hear about your date in '67. That's yes, really sir. that's very cool. And hey, where are you going to be on Sunday? I'll be this next Sunday morning. Good Lord willing, I'm at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church, Miller Durham Street, in the garden at 10:30. We're going to give blessings, Pastor, and uh, and dinner we're going to have Sunday for 12 to 1, and the public's invited. All right, my friend. Good you to hear. Take care, and God bless you. Have a good evening. Hey, you too. God bless you. You imagine them being on a date since '67. Chunks is three plus years of no sex is uh Yeah, we thought that was a feat. 
Imagine when he goes, uh, when he's calling a radio show later uh, in his life. Yeah, last time I got laid was uh, 2002. I hate vagina. You know, we haven't even. I I feel like I have too much respect for Segari to ask him if he's been laid. I don't feel like we should go there with him. <laughs> but I do wonder. And if he has, and it's like, has it been seriously since '67? What do you do at that point? At that point, are you just like mad that you even have a penis? <laughs> like it's not fair? Do you curse it? It's nothing but a big lump of pain. Constant pain. Yeah. Moby Bateman, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Moby? Hey, boys. I just wanted to thank you, boys, for helping me and Tommy make up last night. Oh, this is uh Tommy's dad. Hey, what's going on, Papa Bateman? Yeah, it's been a long time since I spanked that little tight white ass of his, and boy, it was good. <laughs> oh, white. He does have a tight white ass, though. I do know that much. How do what? you know? What the hell? Well... <laughs> I get pictures. That's so hot. All right, let's take a break. Hey, we have some other people here who want to hang out, apparently. Do they bring food? No. And you're what right. the hell's wrong with these people? Hungry. Are they hot chicks? Here's, ah! There's a chick here. Is she? Yeah. So dot, 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 hungry. Dot, I am. Dot. Yeah, what happened to you, L.S.D.? And you showed up bringing us pizza. Man, you're like a girl. You put out the first couple dates and you stopped. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always broke, man. So? Good. Steal some. <laughs> Prove a cupcake for us. That was in my past life. Prove whatever. That was what yesterday. Yes. <laughs> that's why you're bolting town. That's what you, that's what the cops are telling me on the instant messenger. There are some questions coming up about you too. I'm not going to give any word though. All right. That's between you and me. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half Bay and Dubs on a Wednesday night. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Coming back with a lot of Tool in a perfect circle. I know yeah. that uh, Dirty Jim is a big fan of Tool. And would it be too dorky of me to give him some live tracks? I think he would appreciate it, because I know he's a really big fan. I got a ton of it, thanks a lot of the, to the heretics. But I want to... Do I seem like a hey bro? Here Music you go. nerd? Yeah, I know you're a real big fan and ah, be who you are. I figured you'd like this, Jimmy. Here you go. Just mail it to him. I, I work with him. Yeah, mail it to the studio. Maybe I'll give it to him on uh, Friday when we're there with the monsters doing the uh, heretic um, singing Christmas yeah. carols. Seriously, if you let us down on this chunks, we need all the info because a lot of people are driving a long way. To help out the mustard seed with the monsters Friday morning, the telethon, and the heretics are going to be doing Christmas carols. Ellis Dean won't be there because he's fleeing the uh, the state. What what um what time is that? I don't know. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, that's what we need to figure out. Chunks is behind. If it's early enough on Friday, I'll be there singing my balls off. That's this is for children. We're not interested in you or your balls. And I know that's part of the reason why you're leaving because the combination of those two. <laughs> children and balls. Yeah. That's why he's having a bolt town. I didn't know we had that much in common. Hey, we were <laughs> that and the whole drug thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were um, we were talking about how you figure out like whether or not a chick's gonna get fat or not, which is really very judgmental as a feminist. I'm offended. But did you hear this thing too about where romance it just lasts a year, and there's actually a chemical or a protein. That eventually, after a year, um, 
it's gone. It reduces with time, this brain chemical. So uh, there's some chemical in your body that enacts during, like, the first year of uh, meeting someone and being excited about them, and then it just kind of fades away? You believe that? Yeah. <laughs> As a guy who's been in a, what, four-year relationship now? Oh, yeah. Are you in love? Yeah, but, you know, there's a whole thing of, like, right at the beginning, it's a lot more, you know, you get a tingle over it, you know? And then they stop giving you that tingle? Uh-huh. Is that, do they stop giving you the tingle because they stop using the mouth? Is that where it happens? Like, that's I the reason? Maybe that's what happens when uh, the thing in their brain goes. They, you know, they stop using the mouth because they don't feel that tingle anymore either. All right, 407 I guess you're going to have to be left out of this conversation, Deuce Trill. I must yeah. have a deficiency of that protein, because I last about a couple weeks in the relationship, and that's all she wrote. Have you ever really even had a relationship? Yeah, but they never last long for that reason. I get bored real quick. You get bored. Yeah, we're bored with you. Yeah, I get bored real quick. No, go Maybe ahead, I'm Putin. ready to take on dudes. What were you going to say, Putin? Because I know you were telling us. I was just going to say. You were the... telling us off the air about um, crazy eyes Wait. and how. Mm. Where are we going with <laughs> Your this? Your girlfriend. I would be, I've been in a great mood all night. Please. <laughs> One show where I'm happy all night. Please. Yeah, because it's all about you. I'm no, what were, you, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I, I feel for Deuce Show. That's how I used to be. And then I found crazy eyes. Oh. And what did crazy eyes do? I don't know. I'm still with her. How long have you been together? Oh, God, years. Like three three years, something like that. Absurd. And previous to this, my longest relationship was like three months. Are so you I know exactly what he's saying. Are you still in love with her? Yeah. Really? As much as when you guys first started going out? No, nah, it's it's completely different. Mm-hmm. It, How it is it changes. now? Like a mommy-son relationship? <laughs> I'm just asking what kind of a relationship it is. No, now it's, now it's more of a... Uh, I'd say it's more of a reasonable Grandma, love. grandson. Uh, no, whatever. Yes, it's, do- it's like great-grandma. Every go to visit, you smell the formaldehyde, you love it. She tells you stories about, you know, pharaohs and no, uh, not- slaves being freed <laughs> not- and stuff like that. No, seriously, I really do want to know. It's more of a reasonable love. When you first start, it's somewhat irrational. You don't know why. You just want to be around this person. But then eventually, things just kind of click, you know? And it just sort of, sort of makes sense to be with that person. It's no longer so irrational. Now you you want to go home to this person because uh, they laugh at your jokes because uh, they're they the play only EverQuest person that thinks you're you? funny. Yeah, because they play EverQuest with you exactly. She thinks you're funny. Yeah, she <laughs> thinks I'm hilarious. I crack her up all the time because I'm an idiot and she likes uh, the stupid humor apparently. <laughs> and that's her laughing. <laughs> Close, a little bit more cackly, but. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Tommy Bateman, you don't believe in love, do you? You just believe in a poontang, and what it does, and what it can do for you, right? Well, I can do a lot for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right. Like destroy it. Okay. What the hell? Seriously. Treat it like an animal. Um, Be it to a bloody pulp. Uh, hmm? For <laughs> you're killing me. Um, I, I gotta say this. I, I think I would agree with that. Do you think like love only lasts a year because eventually she's gonna replace the porno with like Martha Stewart and O Magazine and that kind of thing? 
where... What, the porn on the bathroom? Mm-hmm. If that happens, I kill the bitch. Actually, I start replacing her magazines with porno because that's what's happened in my head, you that, know? That's the thing I don't understand, too, is like where they, they decide, hey, here's someone, but I want to change him a little bit. So here, I'm going to change him to fit who I am and what I need to be or what compliments me. You just got to stand, like, just stand really strong there and uh, not let her do it. And if she sticks, uh, puts up with that, then you're fine. You know, one of the worst things, too, and maybe where you can tell, like, it's not love anymore, because when, when you're together early on, and ma- majority of us in here can relate to this, the gut is cute. Then it turns into the gut equals you being lazy. And the gut is the reason why you're not taking out the trash or washing the dishes. Or can't get it up. Oh, that's just me. No, actually, it's not. I think that's why we were all silent. I think that's why there was really a, a very, very, very quiet. Doesn't work like it used to. I why? don't. Th- I don't think it's you. That's, now I'm really uncomfortable. I think we've all been there. Why does that happen? That sucks. I guess not tonight. Tonight, yeah, tonight's not our night. This but, is one of the, but for some reason, you can still run in the bathroom and run one out. This is one of those 0 for 5 nights. It just wasn't happening. I couldn't see the ball. It just wasn't making... All right, Tommy Actually, you can, and that's the problem. All right, Tommy says small gut equals power over her. Yeah, because then you can be like, yeah, well, maybe i take the trash out. Uh, maybe if you'd work out, I'd uh, take the trash out. Oh, so... A small gut on her. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Put this paper bag on your head. And that's when she's feeling like, hey, I'm lucky to have him. Yeah, exactly. Because I am a fat pig, mm-hmm. that thing. 407-916-1041. And when that comes out of her mouth, you always agree. Oh, yeah, you are. I wouldn't say fat, more obese. Chubsy wubsy. Stretch pants, not for you. <laughs> Actually, it's the only thing for you anymore. Right. Get you a big box of Zubas. How about when she starts making those suggestions of, like, how you can be better? Of, hey, why don't you try trimming this or that? Even though we just had a whole segment talking about why, uh, what's wrong with girls. But when she starts doing that to you, like, her first comment about your gut or, you know, you smell or, hey, stop farting around me. So unreasonable. <laughs> it is. I mean, really. Well, you want me to wash and stop farting? You're crazy. <laughs> That's literally how it goes. You're poor chick. <laughs> Take a break and come back. I guess we'll meet our new guests who are in here too. Smell my fold. <laughs> Seriously, uh, you know how many, how many times have you farted under the sheets and locked her under it? Is that a marker of love when you're saying, "Hey, come here and smell this"? Or she doesn't know it's coming. What do you think of this? That's a Dutch oven, right? Yeah, gas chamber. Take a break. We come back. We call it a Dutch oven, buddy. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 
Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. Your chance to be somebody. Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger, and you can always call as well. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, I also got to thank Real Rock for a second. They hooked me up with some tickets for the uh, New Year's Eve thing that they're doing. With Seven Dust down at the House of Blues. Oh, nice. Stoked about that. It's going to be a good show. That's synergy. That's what it's all about. What, Deuce Chill? Nothing. What's going on over there? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. What's your problem? Nothing. I was just looking for a pen. Why? Here, you need to write something down about about our guests? No. About Real Rock? (laughs) And then he just shakes his head yes. Ellis Dean is here, hideout heretic. And also, uh, John and Laura. John sent me a message on MySpace. He wanted to come in. He said he's going to bring in a chick with him. He said he's coming in on Friday, though. I said, real rock. Okay. I said, real rock. He says I said, oh, rock. Why don't you just, why can't you just say that? I don't know what I can say and what I can't it say. It kind of sounded like you did, like, but you didn't. You said, real rock. Be safe, Daron. Just don't say anything, then. That's why I wrote it down. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> I mean, never. <laughs> really? Enough already. What's going on, John? What'd you, what'd you bring in, Laura? What? Um, she looks so scared there. <laughs> For the last 45 minutes, it's mm-hmm. uh, us been basically running down women. I don't know if we necessarily meant to do it, Dubs. Oh, we did. I always worry about sounding like some angry, bitter dude. Don't worry happens. about it. It works out great. You're happier that way. Am I? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Trying to bottle it all in. Yeah. That's all you try to do, just get me to say things that I shouldn't. That's, well, you should. That's that's seriously, like, egging me on. You're nothing but an instigator, really, when it comes down to it. What are you talking about? Go ahead, say it. It's okay. We're not going to get in trouble. I'm so glad you said it, not me. That's uh, why I'm always like, yeah, you. I'm right, I'm right with you the whole way. Standing ten feet behind. Mm-hmm. Not even remotely interested. Oh, I did not know he was going to do that. Hefe loses his temper a little bit. What I apologize for him. If you need to fire him, fine. I've already got his replacement coming to Orlando. Um. Oh, hey, real fast, talking about, we got to do our helmet of pain stunts on Friday oh, during yeah. the open door policy. I saw something. It's really maybe too much, but I'm going to throw it out there. So this 23-year-old dude is with his buddies, hanging out. And we've all done this before. Or it's it's him and his brother and his friend. And they're all kind of in a high-rise, this, that, and the other. And they decide they've been drinking. They're out in the patio smoking. And so they have a spitting contest. And they decide to see who can spit the furthest. Now, I do that all the time. There's For some reason, whenever I'm outside, I'm constantly spitting. I can't. It's, I can't even control it in all actuality. You can, but you. It's just so second nature to you now that you don't feel like stopping it for any reason. I guess. So these guys are doing a spitting contest, and they're really like into it. Like they really. For, I don't know what they're gonna win. So the guy, he he like kind of leans back, holding the rail, and then does the forward poof. Yeah, springs himself forward to get the. Uh... To get some leverage. Mm-hmm. Falls over. Dies. Falls over, cracks his head on the cement, and dies during a spitting contest. I think the friends were laughing at first, like, uh oh. 
I don't know. Would you? I think I'd go, oh, I guess <laughs> I want. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, he's not moving. And here's the thing. He was only two stories up. So you got to think, oh, what an idiot. He probably broke his leg or something. They go downstairs and he's dead. And then, and you honestly have to be thinking at that point, wow, what were we doing? My brother is dead because we were having a spitting contest. Now I got to call my mom. It's going to be everywhere. And they're going to, why were you having a spitting contest? What was going through your heads? Like, like you know, like, that's a dangerous thing or something. Leaning over the guardrail. Now, here's my idea, and it's probably too much, and I don't even think we can do it. And I don't even know why I thought of it, but I'm sitting here, I'm reading the story, this is what comes to my mind. We have a spitting contest. Whoever spits the furthest wins. Doesn't have to stunt. Loser has to drink spit. That's ridiculous. You say you spit all the time. I'm not going to do that. Now, maybe if we stand like five feet apart and see who can hit each other in the mouth the most, then I'm down. <laughs> All right, so the helmet of pain stunt for you and me mm-hmm. with the heretics on Friday is us standing five feet away, mouth open, mm-hmm. spitting at each other, seeing who can hit the target. Because mm-hmm. in all real, it, realistically, we both lose. When it comes down to it, it's us spitting at each other. But then one person gets some kind of bragging rights out of it. What's wrong with us? Do you like that idea for the for uh, pain? Helmet of pain? We've never actually exchanged fluids before. Helmet of pain. Not on the air, at least. This is more helmet of shame. Is this acceptable to the heretics? 407-916-1041. I think uh, the, other, the rest of the league has to uh, agree to it, too. Deuce chill? Absolutely not. That's you not good enough? Oh, I thought you meant that we'd have to do it also. No, but... That, oh, yeah, that's fine. That is okay? I'm not going to look down upon you guys. Tommy? I'm undecided, because it still sort of seems like someone's getting out of the stunt. We're both spitting on each other. Spitting each other's mouth. Oh, it's so dirty. <laughs> it really is when you think about it. And how many spits... And are you going to do the... Uh... Uh, well, the the best way to do it and to get the most fire out of it, because you know the other one's going to be trying as much as possible, do a time limit. Three minutes. As many as possible? Oh, dude, that's really... Uh, that's disgusting. What do you think, uh, Putin? But uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem anywhere near painful enough. It's shameful. We're spitting that, at each other. All, all of uh, our stunts have been shameful. Have you and even stunted? Painful. You haven't even stunted yet. Yeah, yeah. he did the uh, hottest yard. And the 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 what did you guys call it? The schoolboy. Yeah, you got well, yeah, really you got easy on that one. Yeah, you got nothing essentially. Stupid intern. <laughs> Try eating a pig tongue. <laughs> what do you think? You had a date, chunks. Mm. That's pretty foul, man. I mean, that's pretty foul. I mean, that's. I think it's pretty impressive if you guys want to do that, but, I mean, it's up to you. Is that too gay? That's oh, very gay, Definitely man. gay. Mo. You guys might as well just both pull your pants down. No, I mean, that's your stunt. Right, what if we had targets on our backs? And we had to hit the targets. That's dirty. Are you going to be that's, shirtless? That's even No, I'm not going shirtless. Not these animals. 
What do you, what, what do you think, L.S. Dean? Well, I just think you should uh, up the ante a little bit, man. you got to be drinking, like, orange juice and milk, stuff to really prime the mucus and get some good loogies. Uh, might oh, be of course you'd want to. You'd want to because I, you know the other person is going to be... Then it might be painful. You've been playing this game before, Dean? Absolutely, before I came in here tonight. You know, it's all about how to get the mucus nice. All right, Swami has a better idea. How about see who can fall off the roof and survive? <laughs> and there's the stunt. You go first. No. Your name's first on the show. You go first. No, it's not. <laughs> it is now. The it hideout. will be soon. The hideout, yeah, when I die. Mm-hmm. O-Rage in Orlando, what do you think, O-Rage? Uh, I think you guys are wimping out by doing that, man. I, I like how somehow we've set the bar too high and spitting on each other is wimping out. In each other's mouths. In each other's mouths is somehow wimping out. All right. Yeah, I, I, I think you guys need to actually punish yourselves, man. All these other guys have done it. You guys got to step up now. All right, thank you, all right. Apparently it's not good enough. Tommy, what would you like to see us do? Yeah. I, you know what? I'm even willing to take suggestions because the, the helmet of pain is essentially dried up. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, damn fantasy football league. I really thought that you and I were pretty safe. Yeah. You're never safe. Deuce Childerone, man, he was so close, but you crapped the bed in such an amazing mm-hmm. way. And now we're sitting here and we're going to have to stunt. All right, we're going to take suggestions. What stunts would you like to see me and Dubs do Friday for the open door? Uh, be somebody and call right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, yeah. RealRadio.fm is the website. And uh, you can go to the Hideout page, newly designed. Keep up with the Hideout Fantasy Football League. This is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And apparently the uh, idea that I had for us for the stunts isn't good enough. No, they, the heretics want blood. They really do. And that, my idea was the uh, spinning back and forth and um, seeing who can hit each other's... It's really... I don't really think about it. I don't think I even want to do that. That's kind of disgusting. And you're dirty. There's no telling what you're carrying. Starts with the H, ends with the V. <laughs> Katie and Sanford, you're in the hideout. What's up, Katie? Hey, are you guys planning this for Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if I get out of work early enough, I wanted to come on over, and I think that's a... I think that's a good stunt because I think it's kind of hot as a as a girl. <laughs> oh, you cool. find that sexual? As two... I think it would be great to see you guys spitting at each other. <laughs> oh, you would be no. right in the middle. Yeah. Oh, I... come on. You know it. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. I didn't think about that, man. That really puts it over the top. We can't do anything gay like that. Yeah, We're why taking. Don't we just, your... Why don't we just bang each other? I was going to say, that's the same as making out. Last part is just the greatest it brings the home. thing on earth. All right, so we're taking your stunt ideas then, since we're not good enough for you. Uh, Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout. What you got, man? All right, uh, actually, the spitting thing I think would be all right, but the one thing I think you should do is that the loser should still have to do a helmet of pain stunt. All right, see? Oh. No. <laughs> no. Oh, you got another one? No, not really. The, I mean, the <laughs> spitting thing, yeah, that is. You know, kind of gay. I don't know. You would just maybe make that would be easier. Yeah, right. That you're right. That is true. People really do want us to be punished. Two of us stunting. What the hell? You got an idea over there, John? Damn, to. Yeah, I'm thinking something with a paintball gun sounds good. All right, people love the paintball gun. I've already taken it though. I'll do it again though. I don't. I don't care. 
Jonathan Leesburg, you're in the hideout. We got Jonathan. Hey, I got a quick, simple thing. Why don't you guys play ten rounds of rock, paper, scissors? For each round you lose, you got to take a paintball shot from the other person. All right, the paintball is really it. That is the. What do you think, Dubs? I, like, I don't mind paintball. I like the paint. Uh, got to be shirtless paintball, though. I'm not doing it shirtless. It's just not gonna happen. I, I like this one. This is a funny email from Kyle. Dear Hideout, I've always wanted to see someone get hit in the face with a dirty mop. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> I like how it's just so like nice. Like he's writing a letter to Santa. Dear Hideout, that is kind of funny. There's something funny visually about that, but I think it would just be so painful. And then who's doing the hitting? Heretics. All right, look at everyone raise their hand. I want to do it. No. No way the heretics are doing it. <laughs> Maybe we get a heretic to do it. Like CJ or uh, Hot Heather or one of those. Marcus in Winter Park, you're next up in the Hot Island Road Radio. Helmet of Pain ideas. What do you got? Hey, Marcus. All right, guys. I did this in military school. You guys both put your arms together with a lit cigarette. The first person that pulls apart has to uh, take a frog, dissect it, and go ahead and eat the intestines. Now here's the thing, we've already done variations of both of those. Yeah, I've uh I've have two huge uh, scars on my arm from the slow burn. What if um I think I've done everything. It's really tough to get me to do something I haven't done before. That's why I thought that this was this would be a little bit better. Cuz it's more shameful than anything else. All right, Matt Albert says, "Why don't you say, just say what you want to say earlier in the show?" And that's your punishment, <laughs> getting it all out there. So everybody hates you. Man, I can't do that. Corey in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. We got Corey. Two words for you guys. Mm-hmm. Tasers and nuts. I no. I'll take a taser though. I don't mind taking a taser. See, I, I'm I'm convinced if I take a taser shot, the heart's gonna stop. Come on, you gotta do it. You gotta do it then. Face your fear. I just I don't know. I'm not gonna do a taser. I can't do it. I really honestly believe that my You always make fun of Chunks for not wanting to do a taser. Because he's Chunks. I think my heart is on its last legs, and I'm not kidding. I, it might rejuvenate it. You think so? Yeah. I'd almost say I'd rather take a kick to the nuts. But then I remember... Hold on. I remember how much pain I was in with that baseball. And that right... When it hit my right nut earlier this year... And how it literally took a month for it to get better. A month. So I don't think I can do anything ball related. If you take a kick to the nuts, I'll take a taser to the undercarriage. Oh, God. You're killing me. Dude, that's insane. I can't take a kick. Here's the thing, though. Honestly, you're so evil. This is why he's an instigator. Dude, my right ball almost died. I think if someone... Well, aim for the left, then. I think if someone kicks my nut, it's going... To die. I can't take, I can't risk it. I hear a bunch of I can'ts out of you. I'm a Mexican. Not a Mexican. You need to be a Mexican. Dave in Orlando, what do you got, Dave? Okay, I got a great idea for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Dubs didn't call me during the break and suggest this. So, I think you all ought to depress your tongues against each other's uneny bags. Okay, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Hmm. You just can't even do that. Hmm. And I think Dubs did call you. In fact, I saw Dubs running in the other room and make that phone call. Forrest, to Merritt Island, you're next up in the hideout. Yeah, I have a. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is an old uh, school trick that we used to have uh, back in the day. Now, you take a ruler, you know, a wooden ruler, and it's got a little metal strip down the mm-hmm. side of it. You take that and you rub it on your shoe, and the rubber part of your shoe, you rub it back and forth real fast. Gets heated? It, yeah, it gets real, real hot. <laughs> you, you put it on someone's armpit or something, and uh, yeah, that would be a good uh, stunt. You do that about three times for, you know. Ouch. You guys are sick. How about this? We do some cocaine. You're that far away from it already, and you're worried about your heart. I know. I'm telling you, every mo- I'm not kidding, and I, I know at some point probably you'll be playing this tape tomorrow and you won't believe. Every morning that I wake up, I just thank God because I'm like I, I shouldn't even be waking up. I figure I'm that close to death. Why don't you go to a doctor and get like a heart scan or something? Eh, I don't have time. All right, kick to the nuts, and then you'll take a taser to the undercarriage? I will. Damn, that's crazy, dude. I really can't. I'm willing to almost do anything else. But the 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 kick to the nuts, dude, is just going to... How about taser tag? No, Dubs is insane. Because once he got going, I don't think he'd stop. (laughs) He'd he'd give me one place, and he'd want to get me in the jugular and just see all the different places he could make me. Come on. You, you know you want me to do the undercarriage. I know I do. What if you have the paintballs and he has the taser? Is, is that good enough? If I get, I hate paintballs, man. I hate being shot at. I, there's something about being shot at that really freaks me out. You want to up the ante? I don't want. I don't want to go shirtless, but I will do something with the paintball, like under. Three feet away to the back of the neck. Dude, that could kill me. No. That wouldn't. could break a neck or sever no. something. That only paralyze you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, not like paralyze a bat. You know, maybe just your bottom half. All right, we're gonna take a break. I'm going for some more suggestions. What do, Shell? Well, if you're talking about the undercarriage, but you can't take a kick there, how about you take a wax strip there? No. Mm, I From tr- Dubs. I trim up already. Why give him a treat? How about the uh, paintball dude undercarriage? How would it? Can somebody, are they that you're, good a shot? You're there just sprawled out, holding everything, lifting it up, and we have a marksman. And I'm bent over? Mm-hmm. No, you're you're on like uh, you're in the buck. <laughs> no, this is gay. That's so gay. Are we going to take a break? No? 40791. That's just gay, a man being in the buck. <laughs> that, that really. And I would need red, red paintballs. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up a Wednesday night in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. i half and J Dubs. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Taking uh, your ideas for um, helmet of pain. I'd rather do paintballs and get kicked in the nuts. I just can't do it, dude. Paintball in the undercarriage? Undercarriage. Here's the thing, though. No one's that good a shot. Well, if they miss, what do they hit? The bung. The what? The bung. Oh, it's going to hurt so bad. Armand, be better. Armand in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, bro? 
Hey, man, have you guys considered the uh, rat trap roulette option? All right, how does the rat trap roulette Because we did the mouse traps before. Well, this is, yeah, but you got to get the big rat traps, the okay. heavy-duty ones. Mm -hmm. And you, you stick them on a, a Lazy Susan, you need about six or eight of them. Right. And they're all, they all got strings that look like they're attached to the back, but one of them is sliced, or two of them, are, the strings are sliced, but you can't tell, and you just got to spin the roulette. And pick your pick your trap, stick your hand in there, and whatever happens happens. Oh, dude, see that's the end of broken fingers and. Oh, like you use your fingers that much. I do. Yeah, baseball practice on Sunday. Do your non-throwing hand. All right, Lester Bighand. Well, that's the catching hand. Whatever. Lester Bighand says, "How about a sweaty chunk sandwich?" Chunk says to work up a sweat. You wipe his sweat on some bread and you have to eat it. Oh. I'll do that one. I don't like that one. What do you mean you don't like that one? Because I'm willing to do that one? It, it seems weak. What do you... It's eating the sweat of the former radio bottom. What do you think, Tommy? I don't know. I'm going to have to side with Duffs just because you, it sounds like heaven wants to do that one. <laughs> you know that's dirty. That's Look. the whole thing about the helmet of pain. You can't want to do it. I don't want to eat chunks of sweat. Sounds like it to me. Sounds like you jumped at that one. Yeah, and I have to exercise, which means I have to suffer. Yeah. Lester probably didn't even type that. You just made it up right now. <laughs> it says Lester Big Hands. 407-916-1041. So you're leaving town, L.S. Dean, huh? Yep. Moving away. That's right. I'm uh... never coming back? I'll be It'll probably be a year before I come back permanently. I'll probably be visiting. A few Statute times. of limitations will be up. Yeah, mm, I understand. Kid touching only has a five-year thing. Mm. And this is the end. Really? They're about to find you. Oh boy. Well, have fun. Where are you going? You want to tell everybody where you're uh, going? Panama City, Florida. I see what you're moving like ten blocks away. Then That's... why don't you slam your junk in the door? Right that that door right there. Would that work for you? For the helmet of pain? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think my junk could get that far away from my body. It's just tiny. You just end up, end up hitting your leg? What the hell is this from Brian Peppers? Brian Peppers sent me an I am, dude. I can't even say that on the air. <laughs> Dubs, come and look and see what Brian Peppers wrote to me. Wrote to me. That guy is so funny. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you like it because it's gay. What? It, it basically is completely straight. It says, let dubs violate you while I eat your ankles. That guy's a maniac. We got to play a song. We'll have to do it tomorrow because we're time to play this song. Clay in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What, what about like a, a fear factor type thing where each of you got to make a shake for each other and you got to drink it no matter what's in it? <laughs> That's actually not bad. That's not bad at all. I know what you're getting. Rat poison. Hey. 100%. <laughs> you know why I know you wouldn't do it? All I'd have to include is mayonnaise. And you would go ape-ass. I think people would like the uh, taser to the undercarriage by me better. Probably. Victor and Orlando next up in the hideout. What you got? Victor. Oh, um... Why don't you put the firecracker, like, on your chest? A what? Firecracker. Hmm. John, what do you have, man? 
You guys did this once before. Uh, or back at Miss Monster, getting beat by those chicks from uh, I don't remember where they're from. I would. I would. Anti babe. I would take yeah. the beating from the anti babe girls. They're so hardcore though. I remember the way chunks they abused you. I don't know if I want that. No, that's no. No, that's an easy one. I would do that. It was like a nice massage. They were just massaging my back. It felt great. <laughs> and I didn't have a stiff back. Do you think you get the anti-babe girls for Friday? Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do. Dubs? Hey, if you want to do that. But you know you're going to catch a whip to the junk. You might as well just take a kick. No, I'm wearing a cup. I will I will wear my cup if they come in. You can't wear your cup. you got to be a man. you got to be, be somebody. No, I'm nobody. And we're finding that out right now. I've never even uh, admitted to being a great stunter or anything. You're part of the uh, league. And I'm willing to take a beating from these girls. And anyone who was at Miss Monster saw the ass whooping they laid on Chunks. He cried. Dude, I'm telling you, you want to scream, but they got that gag ball in your mouth, and you can't. <laughs> it's just That wasn't a gag. That was a man. <laughs> I'm not doing the gag ball. <laughs> what? You gotta do the gag ball. Is there a bit? Is that what I'm doing then? If you want to do that, yeah. Alright, see if they're available Friday. You need Chunk. a gag ball and you need to be uh, bound down like Chunks was. Oh, dude. Alright, that's awful. They're gonna they're gonna destroy me. Son of a bitch. You should have just stuck with the kick of the junk. Damn fantasy football. Brian Peppers has a lot of good ideas. No, apparently. he is a weirdo. He's talking about salads and... Tossing? Yes, and it's just dirty. Somebody block him. I tried. It just keeps going the way through. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies and monsters in the morning. We'll be with them on uh, Friday morning. Channel 10, Heretic um, Heretic Christmas Carols. Chunks will get with you tomorrow on that if you're in. And then uh, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. No! No! Mo, Hey, it's Roger Lodge from America's number one dating program, Blind Date. And if you're looking for a gay blind date, well, you got it right here in the hideout. I'm a transvestite. I'm a transvestite. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I, I 5,000.